This is episode 733 for April 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening theme song is from uh, Eric Clemenzi, uh, the Clemenzi Crusaders. They uh, contacted me uh, on Facebook through uh, the Crawl Space Facebook page, and they said they love the show, and they've got an opening theme for the Spider-Man uh, song from the 60s. I dig it. I think they did a great job, so subscribe to their YouTube channel. Eric Clemenzi is the YouTube channel, and you can listen to and perform the whole thing. Uh, before we get to the episode, I want to thank uh, people that made it possible for you to listen to this episode. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and uh, they had this particular episode for two, actually two and a half weeks uh, before I'm releasing it to the public, like right now. Uh, one of the perks they get is their name read in front of every episode. They also get uh, their name and print in front of our live streams. They also get some nice swag like crawlspace t-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, hoodies, etc. And exclusive episodes like our Spider Satellite Podcast that we do every month. I think we reviewed 20 plus books last episode. So uh, a big thank you goes out to Gene, uh, Ghost Spider 2018. we got JR and Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh. Adam, Austin, Brian, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John P., Josh, Kelly, Laura, Noah, O-Force33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Anthony, Andrew, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Hafskimo, I'ma skip this one, <laughs> Ira, Jay, I think he likes to hear me say I'ma skip this one every month, I think that's kind of fun. Uh, we got Jay, we got JB, we got Jared. John M, Curtis, Smitzy86, N7, Storm, Stormtrooper, and Nick, and Patrick, and Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, and Stuart, and page two, here it is, uh, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, thank you to each and every one of them for signing up and helping me pay the bills, and also you get some free nice swag and podcast exclusives. All right, let's wrap up the Beyond story, <laughs> please. Here is a review. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our ASM review show. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Neil. What's going on, Neil? None of this was worth it. None of it was. That's the you'll show. Notice, you'll, notice, you'll notice my name is Beyond Saving. Beyond? There. Man, we are going we to dive into it about uh, if Beyond was indeed worth it or not. Which I, it was not. It was not. Yes, very true. Uh, <laughs> um, we are going to have the other panelists come in in just a second. I just heard a button, a beep. There is JR. The fans have demanded your return, JR. It's going to so, be fun. It's going to be fun watching JR wing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I did want to try to binge the other issues, but I didn't have time. It's, it's like, okay. Uh, well, what is it? 18, 20 issues you'd have to read in two days or one day? Well, I mean, uh, considering I got the notices like last night, you know, and I wake up this morning and it's like, hey, JR, I sent you an IM. And I'm thinking, what's yeah. an IM? You know, I mean, is, 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 he is, is he misspelling I'm without the apostrophe or something oh. like that? And and, and then just uh, I had the normal do? stuff today. So, But I was able to read. You did read 93. Did so read. He, I did read. every comic is someone's first and. This is JR's first Beyond comic. We've also got Mike. Yo, What's he, going no, on, Mike? Was, Welcome back. Wait, JR was oh. here for like the first two issues. 
Well, here's the thing. I, oh, I your, think this is a very your microphone occasion. settings. Can't hear you. Mike, Mike, your, ah, your mic is important. Mike, your mic. Okay. Hey, one second. Give me a minute. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Matt says no one wings things like Jr. Gang, this will be fun. <laughs> How about that? Can you hear me now? Yeah, there you are, Mike. There you are. Okay. I was about to say that this is very sad occasion, a very somber occasion. Um, hence, I mean, I think we should take a moment of silence as I bring out my um, sad sack of flour uh, to commemorate the uh, passing of Ben Riley. Um, oh no! Five years later, here. the joke is still goddamn oh, going. Yeah, now you all-purpose flour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't dissolve in the flour. He dissolved in the goo. He might as well have. He might as well have because yeah. Because oh, yeah, dang. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers like at this point or um uh, yeah, we'll we'll get well, to him. He, he just minute, did, I love how he just like guess I'll die and just fell into the puddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bye. Peace out. Yeah. Nine uh, issue one's next. Gotta die. Uh yeah. anyway, we will get there. We've got some issues to hit before uh that that uh last wrap up. And let me mm-hmm. see who's got Mike. You have the first issue. Let me get uh, the cover up on the s- screen real quick. Okay. Um, I gotta go through uh, Kindle and good grief, all my digital codes. There we go. There's the oh first yes, one. yeah. By yeah, the way, Comicsology is so bad. My goodness, it's a little more. Yeah, okay. it's it's gotten. It's got. I can better. zoom a little bit. But it's like, but it's right. gone from a zero out of ten to like a 0.5 out of ten. Yeah, we're not making that. much progress. That. Mm-hmm. So we're doing uh, ASM ninety one, which is what? What's the legacy? It's it's now it's, blocked. Um, eight ninety two. Eight ninety two. Okay. Eight ninety two. They had it yeah. right there, Brad. Can you not read? I could not because well, because yeah, the pop up blocked it and I couldn't see it. See, well, I don't <laughs> blame Bad <laughs> I don't blame Bad for kind of forgetting the n- issue number of this issue because then again, this was kind of one of those issues where you know you know kind of all just bleeding together yeah yeah and but although it's although although this issue apparently has some of like according to one review some realistic sounding dialogue that did not sound like comic book Mm. dialogue we'll get to that in a minute yeah yeah um by the way kelly will join us she's having internet problems she just (laughs) messaged i don't know what that was i'm so sorry (laughs) So, all right, okay. take me through it, Mike. What happens? What's okay, behind the so, green door? <laughs> yes, apparently. So they go to, I guess it was, I believe it's Staten Island. Both, uh, both, uh, both Peter and Ben, they go there. But Ben's kind of having a little bit of an existential crisis at the moment. He's feeling a bit off his game. He's, you know, he's kind of. You know, shooting blanks, as it were. Um, yeah, know. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, God but. Bless. Yeah. Um, and he's also kind of like, you know, he's not really sure what is left. He can't tell for the difference between his left and his right. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's even one moment where it gets so bad that he begins, you know, he begins, uh, you know, well, he, he begins uh, vomiting or whatever it is at some point um, yeah. for reasons. Um also, while they're at this facility, um, they stumble. They also stumble upon all the different nefarious experiments that um, that Beyond has been making, like um, the snowman and the chicken boxer, and mm, here you go. Whatever the heck is going Speaking on with of, the dude with the chainsaw. And what the heck? Uh, it, what the heck? 
At least yeah. it feels like something that Beyond Corporation would do instead of just generic company. Right. Yeah. It's just random stuff like Squidhead guy with wearing looks like trainer pants and um <laughs> and whatever whatever that the, the, the we got shark. we got a chicken, we got a snowman, we got a bear. There's we Jeff the Land Shark. We got we got flower we got the flower man over here, a couple like flower guys. Um flower, yeah. flower spider man. Oh flower, flower. Spider. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But there's just a few of these guys. Well, anyway, Spider-Man and well, Ben and Ben and Peter make quick kind of web them up, quick work of them, sort of. But then they get attacked by what look like cute little cat rat weasel things like got go meat. <sighs> you know, because Spider-Man took on Fire Lord, but he can't take on these guys. Nope. I mean, come on. They are a bunch of yeah. Well, they're a bunch of rabid-looking like I don't know. Like he couldn't take on vermins. He couldn't take on all the vermin clones. So right, in his wheelhouse. Instead of oh crap, he just yells Ben, which means the same thing. Come and help me with (laughs) take care of these pests or something. Oh god. Anyway. Uh, we go back to the Beyond headquarters where we uh, where we re- where we see what the uh, reject from the Matrix Revo- uh, Resurrections is doing, uh, also known as Maxine Danger. Who is um, this dude who looks really weird? Corporate Stooge number fifty, fifteen Good or God. something at this point. That's yeah, rough. so he's, he's basically just tell- he's <laughs> like basically, the ears. Yeah, he's basically just saying, oh, reporting some bad news about how there's a breach at the Staten Island location, and and Maxine's like. Oh well, that's that's fine. We we got the recovery team over there and stuff like that. That um, oh um oh by the way, we do know the guy's name is Fletcher because she says his name is Fletcher, and then we'll never see Fletcher again because he basically like shows, good, yeah. But because she basically then says ominously, if we have to open door Z, then it's a whole new ball game. So we're pay attention, folks, because door Z is very very important. Okay. We, I mean, mm. it's the Chekhov's gun in this issue, as as it were. Mm. And meanwhile, back at Staten Island, Ben is still having this existential crisis and looking in this mask and seeing how it looks like a big, giant, gaping hole. I won't say what it were, well, what it is because spoilers. Um, meanwhile, and while Spider Man is being chewed up by these lemur cat things, jeez, that he's not really having problems with, and and. And then finally, Ben like snaps out of it and webs these things up and everything. And so it's like, um, and so they keep swinging off again. And then all of a sudden, a car comes flying, crashing <laughs> through the window. Yeah. And it's with um, with Kelly Thompson's uh, the, with the characters that Kelly Thompson's would be rather writing about the uh, daughters of the dragon, uh, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, um, yeah. who just come in there and just start, you know. Taking it basically, uh, you know, at first they kind of like, you know, start like what's going on here and like this. And so, um, and then Spider, you know, was like basically telling him, like, you know, we, you know, Colleen, you know, Misty Knight kind of like initially is like, okay, what's going on here? What's the real story behind this? And then, and Spider Man points out, it's like, well, you kind of put a hole in the ceiling. So all these things are going to escape. So we got to kind of stop all these things happening. So, Cue the next few panels of them basically fighting chainsaw guy. Looks like a mm. dinosaur thing, chicken boxer, snowman. Here, let's take a dude. look at the, the chainsaw dude, the dinosaur man, chicken boxer. 
Um, that was kind of a cool angle. I like that shot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that especially with the you know, some of the yeah, the art's kind of they're pretty neat. And then we also get an example of the riveting realistic dialogue in here. My favorite lines of the whole thing. Which one? Where where Colleen Wing goes? Is it me or do these flower things smell like farts? Uh, and then, where, where's that part? And Misty Knight goes, yeah. "It's not you." And then Colleen Wing says, "Diabolical! I'd rather fight almost anything than farts." <laughs> Which is I got I gotta say, Mike, we were excited for Kelly Thompson, but I think, oh, we, I think we made a, I think we made a mistake hedging our bets. <laughs> we definitely did. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't blame her so much as she was thrown would, into this. How much how much input does she have? Or uh, okay, the editor yeah. says, "Hey, this is where it's going. Try to." According Try to, to do her, something with it. According to her, she's the one who did most of the Ben and Janine stuff. But if that's the case, I wouldn't take credit <laughs> for this issue because Janine's barely in the issue. issue right. Wow. Anyway, um, while you guys are fighting, <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, Hornacek says JR is listening to this recap, recap. thinking, quote, I'm, I'm not sorry, sorry I didn't read this. this. Actually, I'm sorry I am. I could have had fun with it. Oh, my <laughs> right? farts. This, this issue there does smell like farts. I'll give you yes, that. Yes, it does. Thompson. Meanwhile, Oof. well, meanwhile, while 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 our heroes are actually uh fighting these guys, Ben's like, oh, I've got a better idea. And he's standing next to the infamous door Z. Okay. Door Z. And speaking of um, speaking of uh, Janine, she's in some hotel um, trying to get Ben on her phone and he's not responding. And so finally she goes, well, fine. I'm just got, I am no damn damsel. I'm going to go yeah. look for him myself. And so she just kind of gets on. You know, so she off she goes. I love the abrupt art change, by the way, to. Oh, yes. Very, <laughs> yep. Very much so. And Thanks, Sarah. Well, speaking of abrupt changes, we go back to Staten Island where. Ben is looking through the database and he's like, oh, and, he's, and apparently he, as he's trying to do, do his um, hacking skills, he trips an alarm and, and up comes a, the first of many holograms that Maxine danger will employ out the rest of these issues. As she's quick, basically take, say, take, I've been reading Spider-Man for 40 years. I've never seen him try to ride a chicken. What is that? What is going uh, on there? You got me, man. I mean, it's not what? even the chicken. It's not even the chicken cow. It's like an emu. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, <laughs> at this point, you're like, Jesus. oh, hey, whatever. Okay. Right. The, the thing greatest is like, comic writing team ever, ever. assembled. Oh, here, that was in here, Lowe's press release, wasn't it? Here's the thing is that, like, in theory, this should be what Beyond Corporation is best at. Yeah. But I don't care because the no. story is awful. <laughs> Awful. If this is their best. I hate to see them at their worst. Let's just put it that <laughs> hate way. Hate to see you leave. Love to watch you go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Anywho, and and while Ben is like freaking out over Maxine Danger's hologram, basically, and ben, Maxine's like, "Hey, Ben, it's not too late. We can work this out. We can come back and everything like this." And and Ben's like, "You know, no, this is straight up villain. You know what that you're doing?" He says, "Oh, well, don't worry. We can we can clean this out." He says, "You know, you know," and he goes, "Well, what if we don't?" And she says. Well, we can always open door Z. And then he goes, mm. you know what? Fine. And he opens door Z. Which, <laughs> and what's behind? Let's play. Let's no, make no. a deal. What's well, behind door number I, Z? I, I'm sure Mike's going to point it out, but like Maxine, for whatever reason, freaks out that Ben opened exactly. door Z, even though she threatened to do it just Ooh, two exactly. seconds ago. <laughs> exactly. Now you kind of wonder why I'm thinking. Does anyone know what her character is at this point? She's like, oh, my gosh, why would you do this? And then and Ben Riley basically says, because I'm coming for you. Yeah. I'm going to come. He says, I don't care about you. I'm just going to come yeah. down, knock into my door and everything like this. Hey, and Kelly. I'm just, 
I want answers and basically like and basically threatening a hologram, even though the holograms, Rob, why would she right. feel the least bit threatened? But oh, well, um, so. Oh, yeah. Here, and, here's the part you're talking about with Maxine threatening Ben. Yeah. Max, talk right, about this lizard uh, uh, Morbius. Oh, yes. because uh, King, what, It's King K rule. Because that, ladies and gentlemen, is, is what comes out of Door Z. Z. Yeah. Just in time for the Morbius movie, because it's not just the lizard. It's the Morbius lizard. It's basically vampire lizard. Basically, It made me think of a recycled 2000 video game where Doc Ock and Carnage became one. Yeah, monster or, much. Although, although I'm sure we'll get to the next <gasps> issue. There's more going on here than what you think. Or and there, but there's not a whole lot. Green Goblin oh. and Carnage came together. Oh, and you know? by the way, I should also add that Ben basically just left everybody there. He just like, nope, sorry, I gotta Peace. leave. Yeah. I gotta go get my revenge. Yeah. You, you guys can take care of whatever this is because that's basically my distraction. And you guys, you know, good best of luck. And Does he make just... you care for the Ben character at all? That's who's the star oh. of this book. Uh, I don't no. ever cared for him. Uh, basically, Absolutely whatever, not. whatever, whatever kind of uh, sympathy you had for him, just kind of like, oh, it just pretty much died, like it we did with Clone Conspiracy, because he's basically kind of let go back to that. So, yeah, my final grade for this is probably uh, is a C minus generous. Yes. Yes. I think it's about a D plus. Then probably D, then. D plus out of Mike Neil. Yeah, I'd, gi I'd give it a D. Kelly. Uh, yeah, a D. Uh, Jr. has not read it. Would you pick it up, Jr. After hearing that Do it. there's there's <laughs> farts in it? Oh, well, it sounds like the farts are actually the best part. He's got plenty. Uh, yeah. He's already got plenty of those. He'll be fine. He doesn't need to pick mm -hmm. this up. Um, I will give it a D minus. Mm. Awful. Just I, yeah. Straight up. In, fa awful. In, fa in fairness, this is I think the first part of this arc where we've all had like the same grade, the same letter range of grades. Yeah. This is, yeah, this was, this was just awful. I mean, I've heard people say, Oh, this was filler. Well, not really because this is supposed to be Ben's pivotal moment where, but it then it's just like the flower farts. It's went up like that. It just, it's, it's, <laughs> It's one of these things where, and also they were basically teasing this whole thing with Dora Z, like what's behind Dora Z. And if this was the best they could come up with, I, even though, yes, it ties back to earlier issues. I mean, yeah. was anyone really thinking about? So let's do, yeah. let's do a uh, pros, Mike. What are the pros? Was the fart gag a pro? Uh, not yeah, yeah, I think Brad yeah. wants I mean, it to be one. I mean, though. it was. I, I, no, I don't. I mean, Kelly but... tried. I mean, I guess the. I yeah. guess the only. I think the only decent thing right now. I mean, like I said, I'm just going to be facetious about um, how Kelly Thompson definitely wants to write Daughters of the Dragon because they're well, kind they of the most better realized characters in this thing. Yeah, in a way. I, I really did. It's a con for me. The art is a con. It makes me think of Abrams Spider-Man because mm. yeah, it's the same uh, artist. That's how this works. <laughs> same vibe, yeah, that's same art. Surprising. It's uh, yeah. However, the shot through the snowman was kind of a cool visual. Right. That was kind well, of, that I mean, was there's the only parts pro. of this. There's parts of this. Like when you, when you look at the artwork, I mean, there's, there's certainly certain, there are certain times where it does look dynamic and everything, but there's some arts where yeah. they're just like, I think what's, what's with the Sarah Pacelli is just like, Oh, whatever kind of like it's almost like that's that's most most i mean because normally she kind of like does better work than this 
I mean, some part, yep. don't get me wrong. There's some parts of it that look great. I mean, but Kelly, Kelly other- Thompson does Black Widow, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. That's and, the Kelly Thompson I thought was bringing the game to the yeah, table. Like, and I, I don't mm-hmm. really don't blame, I don't blame her. I like Black Widow. I don't oh, think yeah. she was, had much choice of what she had to write. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, this, this is, this, this story just, was editorial mandated. I would think it's oh, yeah. it reads and you like can it. Kind of, you can definitely feel that with this thing. Because it this reads like what, amazing 75. Mm-hmm. I don't, it I didn't don't sound what, like Spencer's voice. No, I don't remember. I don't remember what the podcast was, but I know Zeb Wells went on a podcast once and said that uh, he wanted to do the story with Peter first. But then Nick Lowe told him do it with Ben Riley, hmm. which I think is telling about what about how like into it the writing team was. How would you do this story with with Peter? Good question. Yeah, uh, I'm glad Zeb Wells didn't answer it. <laughs> and also, and also, Peter wouldn't be this big of an idiot to go with the Beyond Corporation anyway. Exactly. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other pros? Everyone, I actually kind of liked the backup artist, uh, Fran Gallen. It, 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 I, I'm going to bring up Pacelli as a con, but it yeah. kind of alarms me that it, that Pacelli had like five months to have since her last issues, which I think 78 and 79, the Morbius issues. Mm-hmm. And it, she couldn't even finish a full issue. That kind of worried right. me. I'm glad that Fran Gallen at least picked up the steam at the end. Anime mm-hmm. Hunter says in chat that the, they kind of spoiled who's behind the green door with the, releasing the cover of ASM. Yeah. 92. Well, actually, they, they, they didn't release that cover first. They released a variant of just Misty and Colleen with Ben. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. released it after the door Z yeah. reveal. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, we got a pro of uh, Neil with the backup artist. Mike, what was your pro again? I think it was just mainly just the, I mean, mainly the end. I mean, I did like the entrance of, of Misty and Colleen, even yeah. though it was kind of cheesy. With the, the driving through with the car thing like that. Kelly, I mean, any pros out of you? Did you like anything in this book? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I, did. Uh, I, I prefer, like, I really enjoy Colleen and Misty, but the thing yeah. is, is like, they need their own book. Yes. They don't need to be in this one. Exactly. So. McKay did one of them back in 2018. No one read it because it was on. Yeah, but, was on but the I, I want it written by Kelly Thompson because that right, seems yeah. to be where yeah. she wants to, to write. I'm, I'm wondering Absolutely. if Jed, I'm wondering if Jed McKay ghost wrote them because because <laughs> because he's you. the one that cares about them. It and seems like and like Mike said they're the, they're the better realized part of this book. It yeah. seems like they can't sell that book without putting Amazing Spider-Man on the cover. Right. Well, I mean, you... it's, it's like Iron Fist. You can't really sell Iron Fist without. Before we get yeah. to cons, which I find are probably many, Hornacek has a comment for JR. In a year, we need JR to do a series of spider history episodes where he covers <laughs> oh, the no. entire Beyond story. <laughs> why, why torture him like that? That's rude. That will be his be last fair, spider tor- history. The tor- man can't take much more. To, to be fair, he did torture Brad in the news segment, so it kind of has to be chromatic. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't torturing Brad. Yeah. I was just explaining the utter futility of his story choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think we've done a spider news in 2022, so I haven't heard <laughs> for because- several... Oh, yeah, let me at least get the sentence out, JR, before I. <laughs> he, he turns a flashlight on and off into the old man's cave. It's like, what do you want? I'm doing spider news. Get out of here, old man. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reed agrees with Kelly. He wants a uh, Thompson Daughters of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, highly recommend Thompson's uh, Black Widow. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't recommend it. Her, yeah. I don't recommend Captain Marvel as get- much, but I'm oh, sorry. And again, we, I mean, we both been saying she's a much better writer than this. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just like I think Neil, you kind of, I mean, and you know, I think we all kind of nailed the hand on the head. It's just, I mean, I guess we're going to segue in the cons. This just feels like 
Oh, we just got to get through the motions yeah. here to try to get oh, to, the, to the final issue. There you go, Kelly. Let's yeah. point to what Matt says. When editorial gets taken over, takes over the Take writing, over the you know, writing. things are going to be crap. Very yep. true, Matt. I agree mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, Mike cons that we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, gosh. Editorial I mean, writing. Yeah. And also Ben's basically deciding, oh, I'm going path to evil. So, Let's just say it. Um, yes. So Ben then, Ben left Mary Jane to go die yeah. at uh, the Goblin Queen. Now Ben left Peter to go die with whatever these furry things are. Right. <laughs> well, no, he, <laughs> well, it's, 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 he, it's basically he left him like he basically says, oh, I'm just going to leave you to fight this thing like the the oh yeah the yeah. morling li, the, the um morbius lizard thing that was the big oh the, oh he the, left them for the lizard that yeah but even that was like oh god that was your big that was your big threat of dorsey which by the way speaking of which and i know we mentioned the recap and i know neil said the same thing it's like i and i mentioned this before i do just do not get the, the maxine's characterizations all over the place they either mm-hmm. want her to be like this evil mastermind on the level of lex luthor or they want her to be this suddenly oh i'm not really prepared it's like yeah. or that she wants to be like um uh what's her face from a uh, game of game of thrones the daenerys. One, uh, the, no oh, not yeah. daenerys um the other the other one that was uh Cersei Lannister, yeah, they either okay. she's either Cersei Lannister or female Lex Luthor. They can't decide which one is which. Well, they, I mean, they want to be a Greg Wiseman villain. That's that's the takeaway. They want to be a Greg yeah, Wiseman. Yeah. Let's let's be fair here. I mean, yeah. we're we're wrapping this up, and mm-hmm. so you know, I was trying to like hold my tongue on some things, but let's let's just be completely fair. The mm-hmm. issue on why this issue doesn't work and why the rest of them don't work is because yep. at no point in time in this story. Was Maxine a fully realized character? Yes. Ben is yes. like all over the place. Yes. And, you know, he's completely written just at by the whims of these different writers and how they yes. he is. And they could have used that in a better situation with the memory wipes, but they didn't. Instead, they were just kind of pulling everything out of their butts because I don't think that anybody was talking to each other and they mm-hmm. were being told by editorial, oh, well, this just this, finished in this issue, so you got to write this yep. continuation, and it's almost like a game of telephone. Mm-hmm. But instead, they've completely, once again, ruined the possibility of any kind of redemption for for Ben Riley. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and we know that we know that was intentional. Now. Well, yeah. Now it's yeah. intentional. We'll, we'll get that is, with the letters page is, at the end. Yeah. But yes. This yeah, whole just, thing is just completely. It's like taped together. Like mm-hmm. yes. And, and I, I, I would okay. love to know if this story was put together because Spencer left early. Did they have to just say, hey, what do we got on the buffet? Let's make a dinner. What do we yeah, got in I the think, cupboard? I think there's what, a lot the of leftovers. That, what, what can we do for a story to fill it out till we can get a regular writer in here? I think there's a lot of that going on here. I think this was Wells' test drive. Like They were like, mm-hmm. okay, we want you to be the next ASM dude. And put together, passed, put together a pitch for us. He passed with this audition. Well, this, he, this he interview. Well, no, he passed, but it was, but it was with Nick Lowe adding in like fifty asterisks to his original pitch. Mm-hmm. If this was a but, job interview, he wouldn't get the job. If a Spider Man was hiring, going, going back, this to, was meticulously planned. Listen here. <laughs> oh, all right, get it, JR, get in, it. in issue seventy-five. Okay. This, Nick Lowe says these five writers and the incredible Spider editorial team got into a Zoom room back in December 2020 to map out this story. 
that is okay. finally in your hands. There Leave is, there lucky is. editors. Watch these incredible writers plot out 18 issues. And later we realized we needed one more. Maybe this was the one more. Uh, <laughs> no, I wish Jim McCain. The craziest spider story ever, ever. Mm. And then we unlucky editors had to wrestle with bringing an art team in to live, to live up to the story. See, so they, it says right here, they mm. got into a zoom room and they plotted out the whole thing. And See, now well, if you, Nicole said it, it must be true. Well, here's the thing that explains a lot because if anybody has ever been on a conference with a zoom room, trying to get any kind of work done, <laughs> you know how bad it gets. All right. Spider-Man swings in the New York. Neil, take it. <laughs> so, so, okay. Going, going back to Maxine and kind of elaborate, I want to elaborate a bit more on like, you know, what each writer wanted her to be, because I think Thompson is trying to do like a best of both worlds with this mm -hmm. Ziegler Wells and um, McKay, I think wanted her to be like, you know, kind of a Greg Wiseman villain. As I said earlier, she wants to be Xanatos where like she's in control of everything. And even when she loses, she somehow against all odds has a solution. But then, uh, what's the other writer? Gleason. Not Gleason, well, Gleason didn't even No, it, it was, they didn't even, they contracted themselves because Gleason yep. never touched Maxine. But at the same time, they wanted to be like this corporate stooge who has like a veneer of control, but, Messes Doesn't. everything up at the last minute, and then her only weapon is just girl bossing Ben to doing what she wants. Gaslight gatekeep girl, girl boss. boss. <laughs> yeah. I, I damn it, I was gonna use that in my 92. Bit. I'll use it anyways. Um, we'll go yeah. with it. Yeah. Hornacek says that JR is secretly. <laughs> <laughs> is, is JR Nick Lowe all this time? I guess so. Uh, Mary has a comment that says that Nick Lowe love letter was one of the worst parts of this whole beyond wanted to character assassinate Ben Riley and give more credit to Zeb Wells for this garbage than Spencer in issue 74. Very true, Mary. I think so. I agree. What do you guys think? Um, I yeah, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, again, but again, I kind of think it's a, it, it was Spencer. It was more like, okay, you can kind of, they kind of like had this, quickly shuffle something together because mm -hmm. when he was leaving this was more like okay again they quickly shuffled this shuffled this all together except it took longer so i think this is more this was definitely more of a collaboration between low and wells for the, those anything. have been reading for a long time which i think is most of us here yeah back in the 80s mm -hmm. uh probably Over up to the 90s long. well not that long but in the <laughs> 80s actually the 70s and 80s uh, the editors used to have backup stories. If the mm -hmm. book was running late or something, the trains weren't on the tracks, They, the editor could pull out an issue or two and get the book out on time on this month. This feels like a story that's been in the drawer for a few months, It and they pulled it out. Does it seem similar to you guys? I think it. I think it has the tapings of one. The main. The yeah. main issue. I'm going to bring this up later when we do like a kind of like oh the overall story. Right. Is that? Ugh, excuse me. Um, is that you could have just replaced Beyond with any generic Marvel corporation, like the the the, the Blackrock one from uh, Transformers. You could have had the or, same exact same results. Yes. Rocks on. You could have done. Yeah, Alchemax like, you could have done, which would have made more, made more yeah, sense. What if, you could have, yeah. yeah, Alchemax, but like for whatever reason they chose like beyond the most abstract and uh, mm -hmm. I guess hidden of the kind of multiversal corporations and yeah. they did nothing with it. 
Yeah. Hornacek says that they uh, wouldn't give us any letter pages beyond during beyond, but gave us the message from the editor page. I'd much rather have an extra page of story. Um, I would have liked a letter pages uh, that was filled with our similar comments of how this is absolute crap, <laughs> but they won't have like that. I would have oh, liked no. Jim McKay to take over, but I don't always get what I want, Brad. So you have to look I was, with that. I was going to say, McKay's issue of Black Cat doing the physical therapy with Pete and Captain America, that was the only one I liked this whole you, did you not like the Did you not like the MJ Black Cat one? Yeah, I take that back. Because McKay yeah. wrote that. I apologize. I, I guess I... Yeah, I like last one's hit the lead. Only two. I like the Thought of the Dragon was, one, was, too. Was the not, yeah, I didn't. Oh, that's okay. uh, any other cons haven't been mentioned? Uh, Pacelli definitely didn't carry her weight this issue. No, I agree. I agree. All right. I think Kelly has this next one, right? I think I do. All right. You've got, uh, what, what, what are we going to call this guy? What, what would be a good name for Morbius lizard? King K rule. More lizard. I got about Lorbius. (laughs) Lorbius. Look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if this is like a barrel of monkeys of writers, then we should fit the Donkey Kong theme with King K rule. I mean, I, He's Count Lizard. Count Lizard. I like that one. Count Komodo. Count Lizard. There you go. All right. And does Take he have dragon one, wings Kelly? on there? Is Those are Morbius wings. Morbius so wings? They're, they're Morbius wings, uh, but for some reason in this cover, they look far bigger than they are in the interior. He looks like, yeah, he looks like a pale yeah. version of Draco the Dragon Man, Lizbius. Lisbius, I like that Lisbius. one. Okay, yeah. that sounds like an erotica from the seventies. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, it sounds <laughs> like a, a bunch. Of, what I would think Maxine Danger was a lesbian, but anyway. I, wow. <laughs> oh man. See, wow. I was gonna go with. Can't really reach for that one. Like a, uh, like... Anime says Lorbius. There you go, Lorbius. 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 All right. All right. Feel free, chat. Uh, give us names. What this character is, because I don't think they name them in the book, do they? No, no, they just call him, they no. Just call him the lizard. Oh, they call him Dr. Connors, even though he's not Dr. Connors right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about right. that later. Yeah. Go ahead, Kelly. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so the breakdown is Peter, Colleen, and Misty are cleaning up Ben's mess that is letting the lizard loose while, you know, Ben ran off. So cool. Uh, Colleen? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, he like literally, they're trying to clean this mess up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben did so. Yeah, cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then Thanks, Colleen helps free Peter from. Um, I wrote this gray lizard with wings because that's what he is. Uh, and they notice that he's obviously been spliced with something, vampire DNA. Uh, because very conveniently, because plot, uh, we see a comatose Morbius on a ventilator. So, you know, there's that. That's, so at, You just saw the box office returns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, inhaling, he's on life support. He's inhaling copium. Yeah. All right. So at Beyond HQ, Ben is thinking about how he doesn't feel anything uh, while, you know, also thinking about this man, you know, when he was dismantling Langston and what he is about to do to end this Beyond storyline. So there's that. I, I am very edgy. I am 14 and this is deep. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, so then we see Maxine talking to a board member of Beyond about shutting things down and hightailing it. Mm. But Ben's caught up with her before she can push the big red button. Don't hit the button. Uh, Colleen and Misty wake up Morbius, uh, who now has... $40 million for arms. opening weekend. Isn't he that bad, bro? Again. <laughs> yes. He, he's no longer, you know, missing his arms. And his nipple. Last time we saw him. Rah! And, and his stable. 70. 
you know, seems to be uh, mentally stable again and normal as he can be. And they ask him if he wants to team up with them on shutting down Beyond and helping stop the vampire lizard. And he says, why not? Uh, ben continues to tell himself that he's not a bad person for wanting the memories he has from Peter's life, uh, you know, back. So it helps him know his morals because otherwise he doesn't, you know, apparently, even though what? he knows that he's a bad person for doing this. Isn't that ontological revisionism? That yeah. and circular logic, too. Yeah. Whoa, 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 what was that? That was, sounds like you've been taking classes with Dark Mark again? Well, Holy that, look, look, JR, I know you're an American and Americans can't read, but these are important <laughs> high-level concepts you're learning. Get them, Neil, get them. All right. Wow. On to my um, love. I mean, there were so many syllables in there. Right, right. Let, let, wow. Kelly get, let Kelly get through it. Let Kelly get through it. We got, we got uh, sandwiches to fight. Come on. Yes. Nice. We're, we're losing... <laughs> Wow. Oh no, you oh, killed no. Kelly. We all interrupted oh. Kelly so bad she could her internet died. Oh yeah. it was all those rotten tomatoes from the Morbius movie, basically. Oh. <laughs> beyond Jeez. beyond spliced them to make sandwiches. Oh yes. my god. And that actually was in a comic book that, that was in a comic book. Look, yes. Hang on. I'm okay with the flying people. sandwiches. This is beyond corporation shit right here. Oh, I love how the fact that they also have toothpicks in them. So Jeez. if they don't like, you know, Here's, someone, yeah. someone take me through what else happens in this issue. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to DM Kelly and see and if it's getting attacked by killer sandwiches. Oh, oh, there she is. Oh, there she, there is. she is. There she is. Sort of. I summoned her back. Good job, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Oh, sandwiches. Yes. With two sandwiches. With two, with two oh, we lost her. Yeah. So right. yeah. Here Ben's finding sandwiches with toothpicks in them. And yeah. Apparently, um, here, here, hold on. Well, let, let's we'll get Kelly back and she can. I finish. just, yeah, I just, we'll, yeah, we'll uh, we'll happens. get some comments up on the screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan says, Morbius's nipple has been reattached. That's what I said. No one listened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no Kelly, one does that anyway. But... That she's trying to come back. Uh, Maxine okay. hits the big red button. That was easy. I've uh, got one of the cities to find it. Ryan enjoyed when Neil attacked JR. So did I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan also says those sandwiches are double decker trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, the movie Morbius from Sony, more BS from Sony. There you go. Mm -hmm. The killer sandwiches ate Kelly's internet connection. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Dr. Liz Mike <laughs> is what Ryan Liz says. Oh, because Michael Morbius. How about Mizardius? Oh, here oh, she comes. Okay. Hey, there you are. There you are. I am back. All right. So, uh, we got, we got sandwiches. Yes. Uh, so Ben gets attacked by killer sandwiches. The vampire lizard, uh, stops trying to break in, uh, where, um, Morbius is and the crew. And so obviously he decides he wants to bust out of the facility. Colleen and Misty decides they have Mike, which is uh, a nickname for that. Morbius does not want. Uh, they'll team up and get the creature subdued while Spider-Man goes to find Ben. Uh, Janine will cut back to the Beyond Corporation, and Janine saves Ben from the killer sandwiches. Uh, they embrace and decide to go very Bonnie and Clyde on Beyond together. Mm -hmm. Then um, Marcus and Ma Maxine have an argument since Maxine is dastardly evil. 
Uh, Morbius comes to compromise on his nickname with Misty and Colleen. He's now Dr. Mike. And Colleen wrecks her nice sports car into the vampire lizard, which only makes him mad. So they fight. And Nick Lowe tells us that we're not going to see that until the end of a day. So, you know, because we need I get to, to cover that part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really love it because he goes, yeah, because we need to get back to Spidey. Uh, but Whatever. we don't. We don't get back to Spidey <laughs> no. because we just get back to Ben and Janine and they decide on their plans. And then Ben decides that he can't be a bad person for Janine because she's had too many bad people in her life and he doesn't want to be one for her. That's downplaying so, it a little. <laughs> so again, so again, you know, he needs Peter's memories, not his own. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, and literally that's the end of that issue. He runs the hell out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that walk cycle from like the PS2 days. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Kelly, what's look your grade the, on this? Harry Potter game. Um, I, it's a, it's a D again. Yeah. yeah. Neil. Uh, I'm giving it a C minus. The only reason I'm giving it a C is McKay's dialogue is better than Thompson's. And, but the problem is he stuck with a terrible script. It's very yeah. bad. Uh, uh, Niccolo's script sucked. Uh, Mike. Same <laughs> um, as last issue. This is a D plus. Yeah. I mean, although I do agree that yeah. the dialogue is slightly better in this one than last issue, but yeah. not by much. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving it also a D minus. Absolutely horrible. I'm glad mm -hmm. that you all, I've been giving lots of D's and beyond. Uh, right. And, and I'm glad that you guys are all coming along. I'm going to defend, gonna defend my, I'm going to defend my position really quick. I think that oh. there was supposed to be a completely different ending. And then at the what? last minute when Niccolo said, okay, we're going to drive Ben right off a cliff. Everyone panicked. And Zeb Wells was like, oh crap. Oh crap. I got to figure out. Oh, sh I just almost crashed my computer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like what happened with this comic. There was this really different ending plotted, but Niccolo came at the last minute and said, okay, mm -hmm. We're gonna do this to Ben, and then Thompson's panicking, like, I'm in the middle of writing this issue. I can have to scrap everything up until this issue and redo it to justify Nicholas. Well, if we go along with what JR said, this was all written on a Zoom call. We could have, you know, <laughs> when we're all on a Zoom call, the internet drops. Maybe, maybe they aren't communicating. Maybe the internet sucks. Right. Or maybe they the message of telephone from me to Neil to Mike to Kelly to JR is not transmitted correctly. But, we, but here's the difference: we would have a good time doing it. This wouldn't be like yeah, a miserable just, edge fest. Yeah. Uh, that Art Adams covers has been the best part of the entire Beyond story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gleason, Gleason's interiors have been phenomenal, though. Gleason, right. Gleason's art is is good. I would give. I agree with that. I agree with that. Resident name. Chill incoming. Uh, all right, Neil, you have this issue. Okay, so our story is technically divided into three parts, so I'm going to refer to them as such. Uh, then the continuation of the last issue. Uh, the next wave part and the multiple epilogues. You'll notice that I only gave the part that I like uh, an actual name. Okay. So this issue is written by three writers. Great. Three. Uh, Jed McKay, Cody Ziegler, and Zeb Wells. Uh, there's also five artists and wow. five colorists. And for the low, low price, how much did I pay for this? You paid four ninety nine for it. So Good it's basically God. a regular price issue. So you no, it's, it's a dollar, no, it's more. A dollar, more. A dollar more. Dollar more. <laughs> but because Always I respect, did. But because okay. I respect everybody's time, the only artists I'm going to tell you are Bruno Oliveira and Carlos Lopez on colors. Okay. So the story begins right where we left off last issue, uh, where Misty, Colleen, and Morbius, or I guess Doctor Mike, uh, just in time for the release of his new bomb of a movie, are fighting off King <laughs> K. Rule from Donkey Kong. 
Uh, but Jen McKay wants to move on just as much as we do and never sees characters in this story again. So Morbius appeals to the audience's lack of patience and uh, fills King K. Rule full of his blood, and I guess he inflates and explodes. Uh, the three, the three, the three. Get hold the on, hell hold on. Let me get, let me get the giant Morbius explosion. Hold on. The king, uh, the, the, the lizard. Yeah, the, we think the is lizard explodes. The yes. lizard Morbius. Oh, oh uh, yeah. What did I eat? I ate a bad movie. I ate a bad movie. <laughs> I ate those. I ate those twenty-one. Per- I ate those rotten tomatoes that from the. Oh, oh I ate those rotten tomatoes. That's good, Mike. But like, uh, the three, the three flee the scene, and luckily are never seen again in this book. And thank God. Uh, anyways. I'm your boat writer, and this is is Disney Channel. Okay, real quick, and if you don't mind, Neil, the I was confused when I read this because I've been reading Morbius for a long time. And when did he have wings? I don't remember wings on the back of Morbius. Did he have them? Well, you see, uh, anyways, um, we cut over to the part of these only, uh, the only part of this book that I actually care about, which is uh, the next wave references. Well, hold on. JR, no. Morbius, has he ever had wings? Anyways, moving on. He had those little um, things. <laughs> like, I don't know. You'd have to ask like this, Kevin right? Cushing, I guess. He, I had those little, he had those little wings slide, slide things, right? Those little I things. Like, I, I thought it was like his costume. Giant, like man bat wings out of him. No, but those were part of his costume where he had like, I could, he, yeah. where he could glide. These it are won't. coming out of his back. When did this happen? Well, what? you see, you see now, uh, the plot clearly, demanded it. Clearly these people have not seen the Morbius, the writers on this, writers and artists have not seen the Morbius movie. Otherwise they would have known about. <laughs> did, did he have wings in the nineties cartoon? Nobody had those little sucker hands. Yeah, he, he had, had a trench hands. coat. He had a trench coat and he just flew around. That Where was that. did like Batman get the freaking wings? Chat, help me out. But go ahead, Neil. But anyways, I'm Neil. This is Disney Channel. <laughs> anyways, we cut over to the only part of this book I care about, which is the next wave part. Uh, so I guess Mont- Misty and Colleen just ran away. Uh, they forgot to deal with the, with the Staten Island facility. So Monica Rambeau shows a bit later uh, now with her uh, former Avengers leadership back to being a chip on her shoulder, which you would only mm-hmm. get if you read next wave. That'll mm-hmm. come up later uh, with a grudge for beyond corporation back on her mind. Monica goes full nuclear and tears her way through the facility. She eventually comes across her old next wave teammate, machine man, who, if you read slots, Iron Man, if you didn't, I don't blame you, but he was yeah. jumped by, he was dumped by Yocasta and decided to become a supervillain for beyond corporation because they would give him beer. The only thing he ever cares about. Okay. Uh, so the two tear through the facility, and if you're wondering where the rest of Next Wave is, Monica kind of gives you the down low. So Boom Boom is on Mutant Israel. Uh, Elsa's in England doing things that only Kelly Thompson cares about. And the captain, who Captain America infamously scrubbed his mouth out with soap, is nowhere to be seen. I, I uh, like that uh, in this issue, uh, Monica literally kicks him in the ass like three times. Yeah, like, in this panel. Yeah, it's basically, like I, can, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. He was an Iron Man. He was in Slots Iron Man. I don't blame her. Yeah, oh, get you off go. your um, get so the, machine butt. So the two tear through the facility. Oh, I already said that part. So, anyways, uh, Machine Man uses his nostril USB dongles to interface with the mainframe. And uh, Maxine v- arrives via hologram yet again to uh, gaslight gatekeeping girl boss Monica out of her rampage. Monica gives her the finger and blows up the facility. And uh, she and Machine Man use the Obsidian Star from 78 Point Bay to escape that uh, Misty and Colleen gave to her. Uh, that story ends with Monica noting that this is only one Beyond facility and that there's plenty left to take care of as they walk away from the smoldering wreckage. So 
I don't know what the star does. What does the star do it's again? It's, it's like a, tele- it's like a teleportation. It's, thing. it's like it. Remember in Super Mario with the the star, the portals. That's yeah. how that's how it works. No, it's a sewer pipe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. They so, walk away with something exploding behind them. Yeah, right it's called the Staten Island facility. I just said that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I just got but, to the panel. Okay, go ahead. But, but there's also several more mini series. The first is a uh, fan favorite classic Doug. We've trademarked him, by the way. He's now a crawl space character instead of a Spider Man character. Mm. So next time we have to invite classic Doug on. But um, he's getting fired uh, because he took drugs uh, at work <laughs> and gave them to Spider Man which was actually pretty cool of him, but he also named himself Don the uh, Loatian Commotion, mm. which is, oddly enough, not the weirdest, uh, the oddest email ender that I've ever seen before. Uh, make of that what you will. But mm. um, at the same time, Ben Riley is breaking into Beyond Tower and everyone's being evacuated to the lower levels, and Doug decides, like classic Doug does, to give himself a promotion instead of a termination. Uh, meanwhile, in Mark Bagley suddenly comes into the picture as Maxine deploys the slingers who were uh, acquired by Beyond in 88.bay and says, hey, so Spider-Man's in the facility. Uh, you're going to go take care of him while I stare menacingly from the shadows. Bye! Uh, and the slingers <laughs> walk around the corner to find a bunch of beat-up Beyond personnel and Ben Riley saying, all right, Maxine Gaslit gatekeeps girl boss me for the last time. You're next, Buckaroo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Madeline Pryor, I mean, I'm sorry, got Queen Goblin. They're so hard to get mixed up these days. I'm very no. sorry about that. Uh, states her intent to destroy Nom- Norman Osborn for getting his sins instead of them going back to him because she mm-hmm. doesn't deserve it. Uh, and finally, in his sex yeah. dungeon, Morbius has a lizard tied up and asks if he wants to make miracles with him. Uh, <laughs> right. Fortunately for Morbius and the lizard, that's an accurate description, actually. Meanwhile, yeah. Morbius is down in the sex dungeon with the lizard. <laughs> Go. So, uh, and finally, in his sex dungeon, Morbius has a lizard tied up and asks if he wants to make miracles with him, Dr. Connors. Uh, unfortunately for Mar- for Morbius and Lizard, uh, Marvel is staffed by Americans, and as we've established in this in this podcast today, Americans can't read. So editorial didn't read the leadings of Sinister War and realized that Lizard and Doctor Connors have been separated for almost an entire year. Yep. The end. <laughs> I'm giving it a B plus. Yeah, you give it a B plus, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, well okay. technically you only gave one section of that comic b plus because i think everything yeah. else in that comic was just uh oh my absolute God. dog shit <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah the, way, the best issue is yet to come see you next week <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so, neil what's your grade it sounds like you got multiple ones based on story okay so the first one uh was jen mckay basically saying okay we're getting out of here we're not we're banning the yeah. plot um i'm giving that like a C minus. I didn't care about it. The next wave stuff I gave actually I, I'm anywhere between a B plus and an A minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get to the, the asterisk after that. But um, the Doug story I gave a C. Uh, the Slingers stuff I gave a C. Uh, the Queen Goblin stuff I'm actually kind of engaged in. So I'm going to give it a B minus. And then uh, the Lizard Sex Dungeon stuff I'm giving a C. Just for the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll, I'll I'll be easy. I give the whole damn thing an F. <laughs> <laughs> <Mike>? <laughs> Absolute F. 
F you, F everybody on this book. I hated this book. And your mom and your sister. F you. God, that book sucked. Well, the thing is, you could tell what you know what this book actually was. It's basically they they kind of like crap, Mike. It was a sequel to Next Wave. Well, who here read Next Wave besides you, Neil? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, wait, didn't you read it, Mike? I I have never read Next Wave. Oh my god. Yeah, I think you, like I said, you're the only one who on this panel is probably read now. Tyler, Tyler has. He should have been here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, but everything about this, aside from like what what you said, Brad. I mean, you can tell that this was like basically the promise, like, oh, here's our all our B plots that we haven't wrapped up yeah. yet. We got to yeah. shove them all in this one issue. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Here's the here's the food on the buffet that nobody ate. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a teaser for Queen Goblin's plot. Jesus, I will say though the Queen Goblin thing looks relatively interesting because it is following up on what happened with with Norman Osborn at least. I mean, it is. I mean, we are kind of getting. We haven't we haven't touched it up. We haven't touched up on sensitive Norman since seventy four. Yeah, right. So at least we're sort of following up on old Nick Spencer plots. So sort. Neil had A B C D E or F. On his grade, I had a straight F. Mike, what do you got for a grade? Ah, uh, yeah, this is probably just about maybe. I wouldn't say because I wouldn't say F. I say this is like about like a D or something. I did like some sort, you know, all, all together. I did like certain parts better than others, but that's not enough to recommend it. That's like yeah. saying I I, I like uh, mushrooms on the pizza, but mm-hmm. the whole pizza sucked. But the mushrooms <laughs> are great. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <right. laughs> Jeez, Kelly, what's your grade on this thing? Uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna, so I'm just gonna do D's. I'm just gonna do D's across the board. I yeah. think mm-hmm. on everything, because uh, I don't want to necessarily. It can be worse, mm-hmm. and I oh, think no. it will get worse. Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> wait a minute. Was Spider-Man even in this damn book? No. Ben was in it for one panel. It's a G. G now. <laughs> God, it sucked. That's what the G stands for. So we got a D out of Kelly. J. Oh, here I got a comment, a question for Jr. Uh, or Hornacek says Jr. is shocked at how negative Brad has become when reviewing Amazing Spider-Man. Are you shocked how negative I am, Jr.? Well, Brad, first of all, oh, no. after working with you for over fifteen years, you're. you're <laughs> Pretty well, you know, the, there's no depths that you can go to that would shock me. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, no, what I'm shocked uh, the way you guys just holy cow, I mean, <laughs> wow. Well, I, mean, I mean, when you can't, it, does it, it, is anybody embarrassed? Was anybody embarrassed to have put that piece of crap out? I'll get into that, but I get the feeling Jen McKay probably was. I'm embarrassed. Wow. I bought it. <laughs> God. I feel Honestly, very lonely. I, mean, I feel very lonely in the sea of D's. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Okay. Uh, no shame from low, says Ryan. No. Uh, um, okay. Uh, good God, Neil. Uh, pros, you like you like the next wave stuff that nobody read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like the goblin? Anything yeah. else pro wise? Um, the art, art, maybe. I was going to say the the art overall was fairly inoffensive. There wasn't anything like actively hated. Um, I guess it it did a solid job of 
wrapping up all of the plot points that Beyond set up at the beginning. Uh, we'll get we'll get into the negative part of it later. Yeah. But it but for the most part, it wrapped up most of the plot lines that Beyond had set up, and then yeah. prepares a new more a few more for Webs for Wells's run. Yeah. So on a technical level, it accomplishes what it set out to do. And it, it accomplished it to set everything up that's been running for what eighteen issues, nineteen twenty plus in one book. Let's resolve it all, every single plot point. Mm-hmm. Right, something like that. Anybody, it's, it's also teasing for like future plots to come, just essentially horrible. too. Just horrible, because uh, it sounds like it. It seems like that with that with that thing with Monica and Machine Man walking from the explosions, like coming soon, next wave two point oh. They're about to get the ba- the gang back together. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, Hornacek has answered my question about Morbius's wings. He got them uh, during his solo series in twenty twenty. Again, that's not, that's not George. That's Google. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying Americans can't read, and you keep proving my point. No, I said Google. Did I say George? You said George. <laughs> I got George on the brain. All right. Um, any other pros, Kelly? You got any pros? Um, it wasn't an F for you. <laughs> I did like no, that. I mean, one. it wasn't an F. I yeah. I, I can jokingly say uh, I didn't know that we needed uh, Fifty Shades of. Lesbius, but Lesbius. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, down in Morbius's sex dungeon, I've never heard that <laughs> said in 15 plus years of the podcast. Aren't you, you glad you heard it? it? Aren't you glad you heard it though? No, I want to delete the file Shit. from my oh, brain, really? the audio file that's on loop from you. <laughs> well, considering how how porous your memory is, anyway, Brad, that won't. Be- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so in other words, Brad, you're saying you want to be like, you want to get a memory eraser like Ben Riley oh did. Oh my gosh. Fink- <laughs> you want to get men in black. Finkman is telling me that my safe word is shed. <laughs> okay. Now you're crossing the line, Venkman. Oh, Venkman. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. Cons, Neil. Okay. So Here we go. You've, you've kind of brought this up before and I'm going to agree with you on this. Thank that you. one, Spider-Man isn't in this book. And yes. two, it is more or less a dumping ground for all yes. the plots that nobody wanted. That said, like fart. I, lo- I liked that they how they did most of them. But that said, there was no Spider-Man here, uh, so this was kind exactly. of pointless if you wanted to see Spider-Man. If you're not a next wave, if you're not a next wave fan like me, the grade yeah. goes down to like a C minus at best. I'm admitting a very personal bias here because I have read Next Wave, so I know what they're talking about in the Monica story. How old is Next Wave? It was it like I think 10 years was, ago. It was an 05 by Ellison Eminen. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like Jed McKay knows. So like when Jed McKay's like doing the, the next wave stuff, he's got it. He's got it fairly down pat. Like he, he knows what he's yeah. writing about. Um, that said, uh, another con that I had is that um, one, the art didn't really stand out. It was, like I said, it was fairly inoffensive. So it's like nothing really popped for me um, that that goes to the next issue. But also some of the plots have been kind of in the background for 17 issues or more. So we're just now getting back to like following up on the obsidian star plot line from the, from the dogs of the dragon issue. Mm -hmm. And we're just now following up on Morbius and his severed arm and nipple from 79. (laughs) Mm -hmm. JR, do you get that sentence? We're following up on the severed arm and the nipple. Boy, do you have a good binge coming up for you, buddy? Oh, <laughs> but, wow. but, but um, Morbius lost his nipple, by the way. <laughs> well, maybe Spoiler: George Clooney has it. So 
<laughs> but uh, George, what, it, it, what, it, wait, hold up! You hope George Clooney has Morbius's nipple? What do you say? It's it's a very bat old nipple Batman, and bat joke. Batman joke. Oh, Batman joke. Batman, oh, Batman and Robin. Batman you know, and Robin. Batman and Robin. Nipples oh, and badass. Got it. I get it. I get it. Okay, uh, but um, it, it just amazes me that these plot lines have been sitting in the background for a good what is it, fifteen issues, and they're just now getting brought up again. Almost it's like, like they were in the back in. of the refrigerator with an expiration date of issue that, one it's coming where, up. It's so where let's Kevin, wrap this turd up. It's where Kevin the piece of cheese has been since the Mackie Burn days. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, yeah. Okay, I, and, I, uh, and I'm but I'm willing to make it as like my kind of overall con. If you didn't read Next Wave and you didn't care about any like if you didn't care about the technical aspect of wrapping up the Beyond plots, okay. you're not going to like this issue. I am very mm. much admitting a personal bias on my part. So I enjoy, as a longtime reader, old Spider-Man plots being brought into the Amazing Spider-Man title. That's kind of like a little uh, cherry on top. I don't really care for old Next Wave plots from 2005 to be wrapped up in my Amazing Spider-Man. I I don't get it. I These really stories don't aren't it. for you, Brad. I guess not. I don't get it. Who was this for? Well, the book was canceled. Obviously, Neil. <laughs> Tyler and I both enjoyed it, so it was made for at least two people. Mm-hmm. It was not meant for a mass audience, I don't think, because the book is very old. Because no one, because no one's read next wave except <laughs> next wave except Neil and then Tyler. Anyway, so. I'll send I'll send you guys a link to it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> this did not make me want to read more, Neil. <laughs> uh, Mike or Kelly, what do you, any, any, what are we on? We're on cons now. Let me hear. We're kind of on cons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, it was one of those things where a lot of these plots, I mean, it's, it's more like the, one of the reasons why I didn't really care about them is because you kind of forgot about them. I mean, you're just exactly. like, I mean, it's like, was it really important that we follow up on what happened to Morbius and his, and how he grew his arm and nipple back? No, do we really need? Do we really need to know about the Black Star thing? No, and again, do we really need to know? I mean, I we guess waited fifteen time, issues for this. Do we really need to know about what's his name in accounting? Who basically it was like some some throwaway character who apparently I guess was more important. You know than we what we do care we, about though, Mike. What the but, hell happened to Peter Parker? That's yeah. what I care about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. It, also, oh, oh, and the Slinger, and also the Slingers. Like, oh, another an issue which oh. a bit apparently did not read because apparently, oh, we didn't read you. Hey, I guess they were now corporate stooges now, I guess, or so beyond. It's so bad. I mean, yeah, so, everything about this was just like, okay, these are just stories. You, you, do we need, we're following up on stories. You, kind of forgot about because we didn't really gave them the attention that they deserved at the time well, but well, now we are it'll and... cost you an extra buck to find out these yeah th- the thing is is that yeah they i mean i'm glad that they at least tied them up because lately especially like before uh nick spencer came on uh a lot of stories and like b stories <sighs> never got you know never got cleaned up and they're mm-hmm. just kind of just hanging there and hoping yeah. people I, forget about them I even um, argue that so, Spencer had that problem too at the end of his run. Yes, well, I think on, I think he was hightailing it. Um, well, but, yeah, but like if his name is on the cover, we kind of have to assume that like problems were gonna get resolved, but they never mm-hmm. did. So it's yeah. kind of also on him and editorial. I yep. agreed. So, like at least in this case, things are being tied up. However, you know, 
especially with this issue before we go into the next one and we were told oh hey you're gonna finally see some more peter you're gonna finally see spidey thank god and it's like is did did peter decide he needed to go to starbucks before finding ben like (laughs) i mean we're we're not really getting we're not really getting anywhere with this because the thing is is people let's be the readers didn't really care about these stories just as much as the writers and editorial yep well, here's the thing, Kelly. You're kind of onto something with Peter going to Starbucks because this comic was written for white girls, so it makes sense that Peter would go there to relate to the audience. <laughs> Why is it what? I don't get um, it. What? <laughs> no, I, I, I had don't get it. I had something there and I lost it completely. Just ignore yes. that. Yeah. Landon wants to know what our thoughts are on Nick Lowe. Uh, oh, we'll get to that in a minute after. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, well, wait till his letter page the, uh, the letter uh, at page. the end of yeah. JR's. I want to see JR react to it. I don't know if he's read the letters page. Have oh, you yeah, read he's reviewing it? You oh, read yeah. the letters page, haven't you, JR? I'm asking if he's going into it blind, though, because I want to see if he's reading it like completely raw, no, no like pre reading before. <laughs> you read oh, here we go. JR? He's uh, reading it now. Well, it, yeah. I was about to say, how could it be worse than that two-page self-indulgent piece of crap at the 75. end of issue seventy-five? Is yeah. it oh, worse? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yes, Jr. It is. Honestly, read the read the letters it page is. at the very there. end of it about. It, hey, I'm sorry to all the Ben Riley's fans that this thing sucked, but this Miles is why we do. Miles Morales is here to stay. Oh, that, yeah, that I saw. I mean, okay, it's good. Like, you did see that. Yeah. Okay. Better. Any other thoughts on this piece of crap? I like it. Right. JR, yeah. who has not read any previous issues, this is his first exposure to Beyond. He hasn't read an issue. Yes, he ha- he read 75 and 76. You he, he, he read was 75 and 76. And that's I when followed. I quit. Uh, <laughs> and then he was like, Well, you know what? Brad asked me back on. I think I'll tackle the wrap-up. So JR, take me through this issue. Spider well, I don't Spider. know. I tell you, after that Bay issue, though, there honestly, this is starting to, to seem like Steinbeck. Uh, <laughs> wow, that honest, honestly, you know, and in the old days, you know, like Stan would probably admit, yeah, that wasn't our finest hour, and even after, but you'll never see anybody take accountability for the Beyond story and how bad it was. You just never. No one will even have the humility to say, yeah, that didn't quite work or explain why it didn't work. And it'll be all our faults because we just didn't understand how effing brilliant it was. But anyway, you sound like you're quoting uh, Steve Wacker from back in the day. <laughs> well, well like he wasn't prepping. doing the stories for us either. He was doing them for him. So, you know, well, that's sounds, true. Like he's, sounds like he's prepping us for like our dog getting hit by a truck or something. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> the story begins. With a heavily redacted version of flashbacks from the Clone Saga. Mm -hmm. Mary Jane tells the Scarlet Spider that he can't have Peter's life. And the scene in the attic from Revelations, which of course sidesteps the whole point that the reason that Mary Jane and Peter were making room in the attic and in the old Forest Hills house was that they were having a baby. So why would they need to be making room if there was no baby, if it was just them in that big old drafty ass house. So, you know, and uh, why were they even there since they were just in it? Why were they in the house together when they were just in a quote unquote committed relationship? But anyway, that's another thing. I. But then we get to the recurring image that we've been dealing with for 19 friggin' parts of people with holes in their faces to explain <laughs> Ben Riley's increasingly porous memory. 
Yeah. Uh, he didn't. He then snaps out of it with uh, after trading dance moves with the worthless slingers. Uh, another concept that had absolutely no life and no substance outside of the original concept of Peter Parker adopting multiple identities during Spider Hunt in order to stave off Norman Osborn's and the bounty stay off Norman Osborn and the bounty hunters' radar. But Marvel keeps trying to bring it back when no one wants it or asks for it. Yep. Then the scene switches to Ben's cuddly, budly Marcus and Maxine Danger. What kind of a stupid ass name is that? <laughs> who looks more like Jonathan Kent's boyfriend with the pink hair uh, than anything <laughs> yeah. remotely lo- like an interesting character. And she's probably more masculine than Jonathan Kent's boyfriend, too. I tell you, she's from the Matrix Rev- Resurrection. That's they, they, you know, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. So, so Maxine's in the process process of purging the beyond corporation yet a, another sinister evil marvel corporation yon 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 purging it of all its files on spider-man and eliminating both spider-men when cuddly budley notices that the original spider-man is on his way all right so fake spider-man burst in on jonathan kent's boyfriend complaining that he has spiderheimers and maxine says well <laughs> That Spiderheimers, that's pretty good. That was all part of protecting the other Spider-Man, but if you want to be cured of your Spiderheimers, all you got to do <laughs> is get him to put on this Klingon mind sifter uh, <laughs> to, to suck out all his memories and give them to you, which initially Ben doesn't take too well to, but then changes his mind. Yeah, But he's uh, my friend! And you've been treating him like that, and you treat him like that for the rest of the story. Yeah, but uh, friends uh, like these. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jonathan Kent's boyfriend tells Ben's cuddly, buddly Marcus that he's another loose end that has to be eliminated. But the kill team will make sure his family can have an open cast. And to just convey what a terrifying menace she is, she tells him not to ruin her memories of him or his execution with his poopy face. Um. I wish they would give Norman such terrifying and menacing dialogue. <laughs> okay. So anyway, a couple of beyond goons notice the infantilizer is missing, you know, and there's not as many syllables in that word as there was in whatever Neil was saying a story or two. It's the gun from sky high. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, oh it, is. it is. I thought it was. Oh. Neil, 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 I was watching Neil on another podcast where he mentioned that. I realized, oh, crap. I thought there's it was another, another reference, but you're absolutely right. That is where it's the gun. All there's right. Hang gun. on. We ain't there yet. Oh, hell. All right. <laughs> the two Spideys meet, and Ben tells Peter to put on the Klingon mind sifter. All right. Well, as cuddly budly Marcus is being led to the slaughter by the Beyond Goods, goons, not goods, goons, Janine Goodbody, uh, the official piece of ass for Ben Riley, oh, shows Lord. up, shows Jeez. up, with, shows up with the infantilizer and turns the goons into babies. Hence the name, which actually yeah, reminds me of the end of an issue of the Defenders back in the 1970s, where Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil are turned into babies. But I guess that didn't last, did it? And one and baby one just babies pissed himself. By the way, it's the most realistic part of this book, though, the baby pissing himself. Yeah. Oh, what a magnificent artistic piece there. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we get back to the two Spideys where Ben really is acting like a baby. You know, he hasn't been turned into one, but he's certainly acting like one. He's about to piss uh, because, because Peter won't put on the Klingon mind sifter. 
And they leap into battle, and Peter says something that suspiciously looks like one of those onomatopoeias that Dark Mark is always referencing. So, anyway, I don't know. See the panel? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I, I got it. Is it the BAM one? No, it's not the BAM one. It's the growl, rump, whatever. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it. I'll like something I would say. <laughs> oh, hold on. I got your growl, roof, roof, roof. No, I, I love Maxine's oh, we'll banner. I love Maxine's logic. You know, Ben. You know, Maxine. Shouldn't that be Ben saying that, not Peter? Why is he? So they misplayed. They shouldn't that be Ben doing? All the pointers wrong on the word balloon. Yeah, because if that's Ben getting, I why is Peter getting? Can we talk about Maxine's logic real quick? Hey, Ben, I know I've lied to you dozens of times and almost gotten you killed, but here, have Peter put on this Klingon mind sifter. It's definitely not a lobotomy device that'll kill him. It definitely won't combust his skull. Trust me, Ben, you've done it before. Do it again. Uh Yep. Yep, there we go. Uh, Jeez. Okay. Well, Keep Jonathan Kent's boyfriend is meeting with the Evil Beyond Corporation's evil board of directors who tell her to liquidate the lower levels. And then they try to kill her because they're evil. Uh, but it's just a hologram, and she gets away so she can go back to Jonathan Kent, where she belongs. <laughs> All right. Well, back to the spider fight, where Ben is being another douchebag and saying award-winning fight dialogue like, you hate me because I'm new. Um, You've been around since the 90s. Wants, yeah, that right? he wants what's his even though it never really belonged to him in the first place, because he's only like the 38th hundredth clone of Peter Parker. Uh, So he traps Peter in some spinnerets so he can put on the Klingon mind sifter. But fortunately, Peter figured out that Janine Goodbody's name was the code to deactivate them. Yeah. Speaking of Janine Goodbody, she and cuddly buddly Marcus find out that Jonathan Kent's boyfriend, like Elvis in the 1968's comeback special has left the building. Uh, but that the scrub is in process. What's the scrub? Well, it's not something you peel off your skin or it's a not, not a non-union worker. We don't want no scrubs, JR, but it's, uh, okay. uh he, does, he doesn't get that joke. <laughs> JR, the term is scab. It's what Neil calls ecto cooler is basically what it is. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. And that's what comes out of Ben Riley later. Yeah, <laughs> but it is goo that is comprised of quantum shifting polymers in a psycho reactive medium that confuses and rewrites matter. And it can, whatever it was, whatever he just said, confused the hell out of me as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's all the goo is already on the floor where Peter and spider Ben are spider Ben is acting crazy and childish where if he just shut up for a minute, he know that Peter was always trying to help him and has always been willing to help him. Mm-hmm. But that's not where the plot was predetermined to go, slot style. <laughs> so he once again blames Peter for taking what never really belonged to him in the first place, and yeah. then he decides he's just going to fall backward into the green goo. Here, right. I've got I got a, a picture of him blooding up Spider-Man. Mike, you took everything from me. Uh huh. Let's let's find <laughs> let's let's take a look at him just giving up. Oh, I don't look. even know who you are. Yeah, let's take a look at this. You uh, have it all, Peter. All the parts I'm missing. I just like from the boys. So, oh yeah, he does look like. So is, uh, is the, is the yeah, he does look like Homelander. Oh, oh my god! god. Is, is the implication that Ben is secretly jealous of Peter's memories now? Yes. Yes. So Ben, <laughs> jump. Goodbye, Peter. 
no. Guess, guess I'll die. Guess I'll die again. We'll become Ben 28 now. It's okay, it's Peter. I'm already gone. We're on, ben, we're on Ben 29 if you count Spider Geddon. That's true. Yeah. No, wait, 30 because we count Ben Riley. Then he died there too. Oh, and Ben. Here, JR, you got a, you got a kaboom. But a big kaboom. Oh, well, let's just. Oh, he got Nickelodeon slimed. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, go ahead, JR. All right. Well, then. After Ben falls backward into the green goo, Cuddly Budley shows up to get Peter out of the building, which the bystanders in New York watch drop in size and say, hey, isn't that how the last episode of The Defenders on Netflix ended? It's called yeah. corporate downsizing. But, um, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did sold that joke, by the way, from another from Neil's podcast, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Back at the hospital. I don't where, care. Where, where okay. Ben. <laughs> Or Peter's been because he suffered from radiation poisoning, even though he has radioactive blood, and mm -hmm. he once injected himself with radioactive material during yeah. JMS's run. So he should have a pretty high tolerance to radioactivity. Not uh, the, but, this continuity, but continuity certainly wasn't important to anyone when they green like this piece of crap. Yep. Anyway, the doctor is talking smack about Peter, and do doctors really talk like this to their patients in front of their families? But whatever, Peter is free to go because Aunt May's in a hurry to spend another issue exchanging double entendres with Doc Ock uh, in another Brad Douglas approved B A Y issue. So B A what? B E Y. B E Y. The other one was the Michael Bay version. The Michael uh, Bay. Was, there would have been multiple. There would have been dozens of explosions as they. Hey Jr. The insults are better when you deliver them. All right. All right. <laughs> I should know. I'm I, out of practice. I, it's oh, it's okay, are. Jr. It's okay. We get one flub each episode. You uh, have to though, so be careful. I'm out of practice because I took such a prolonged vacation. Obviously, I should have stayed on vacation. <laughs> All right. Well, we find out Janine Goodbody finds Ben in the wreckage of the Beyond Basement. Weeks later, we're in Mary Jane's apartment. She asks Peter to move in, but before he can accept, a bright light, bright light, breaks through the window. And does he see Jesus? No, because Jesus is now in the X Men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Whatever. Hold on. And, let me uh, get the Jesus panel. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get Jesus. Hold on. All right. Here's. Here's Spider Jesus. There you go. Peter, it's me. You sold your soul to the devil. Let me help you, please. Oh no. It could, well, away. here's the thing. It could be worse. It could be the Beyonder. It could be Judas Traveler. Oh, oh beautiful. Be oh God. <laughs> back. Oh, well, God. Wasn't Jesus the first X Men though? I mean, yeah, apparently the now. Mutant. There That's you go. Canon. Okay, whatever. I mean, I thought it was a Submariner, but I guess it's Jesus now. No. Yeah. I thought that was. Just, I thought it was just X Pac. It technically should be Apocalypse. I thought that was just yeah. Exodus blowing. Yeah. I thought that was just Exodus blowing smoke though. That entire thing. What's that sound? Oh, that was, I think, I don't know, but I guess it killed Mike. Oh, oh no. Poor Mike. Anyway. All right. So, All right, keep, Bright keep Light going. says a trail of blood led to you. Come with me, which I suppose is going to lead into the events of the new rebooted number one issue of Amazing Spider Man, because we've yeah. never seen one of those before. Uh, Months later, we go to Ben and Janine's apartment where Ben is freaking out because he sees a symbolic black hole in the middle of his face, puts on a purple mask, leaps out of the building, and on the last page, we are introduced to Chasm. Well, Chasm. basically, Ben said, I read some of those old slot big-time issues and saw the spider Green Lantern suit that he gave to Spider-Man, and so I thought I'd mix that concept with yet another variation of and the throw in a Baja Blast video. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Of the Venom symbiote yeah, and I come, come up with whatever first. the glow in the dark monstrosity is. 
but I bet we'll be able to market it as either a Marvel Legends figure or a Funko Pop nah. in the near future. No, you know what that is, Jr. That is a chasm ongoing. Is what that is. That's a hot. That's a Marvel hot toy right there. That is a on new series coming from Marvel. Spider-Man Chasm or whatever. I okay. I have I have. And thus ends, and thus ends what Nick Lowe described in Amazing Spider-Man 876 as a 19-part epic that had more twists and turns and insane moments than we were prepared for with the best writing team comics had ever seen. Go ahead, hey, Kelly. What were you guys think, Kelly? Oh, oh uh, just, I, I just, the name Chasm makes me think of another word that I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Oh. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. think. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Chasm, isn't it a giant hole? Is that what it... Like yes. A, and and well, that's... Brad, you could have been getting sucked into. See, it could have been worse, Brad. It starts with an O is what I think you're th see, thinking of. Brad, it could have been worse. They could have called they could have called his new name Spawn or Haunt oh, yeah. of yeah. It from Image Comics yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what he looks like. I, oh, he's I am, also on the green. I, I am he's also on the Green Goblin's color scheme, by the way, if you notice. Yeah. Oh, he's got a green goblin. And JR, well, don't don't overlook the letters to the fans. Please talk about that a little bit. Well, I didn't read this, but uh, but you know, he talks about how great everybody is, but then he, but then he says, uh, Ben Riley fans out there, Ben is an incredible character who didn't really have a place in the spider landscape anymore. Well, first of all, <laughs> did yeah. he ever? Did he ever? <laughs> if he, well, here's the, it's funny. It's like, okay, so yeah, you got Miles Morales, you got um, Miguel O'Hara, you've got uh, you got Cindy Moon, you've got uh, Spider Gwen, you've got all the different variations of Spider Woman, you've got all, all <laughs> but when it comes to, but when it comes to uh, Ben Riley, the clone of Spider Man, it's like, um, we have no idea what to do with him. What about that other? What about that other clone of of Peter? Yeah, 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 yeah. That we all forgot about. Yeah, we don't know who's always watching and stuff. We don't know. Yeah, well, he wasn't even in this book. <laughs> he's not even in this book. Who has nothing to contribute to this? So, well, let's just make Ben evil again, because why not? We'll get that to the cons. I want to hear Jr.'s grade. You haven't read it since '76. You've heard about flying sandwiches. You got little rabbits that bite Spider-Man. We got. Uh, well, it, it, it's hard, you know. Usually, I reserve F's for being personally offended, uh, but uh, I don't know. It. I mean, obviously, this is a D minus minus at least. Yeah. Um, this is offensive. I mean, this is offensive. It's offensive to uh, being a Spider-Man fan or a Ben Riley fan or both, or a comic book fan. I oh. mean, th this is okay. terrible. All of yeah. this was terrible, it and was. what you guys described in the last issue was offensive. Yeah. Absolutely mm -hmm. offensive. Yeah, you know, uh, there's no reason for this story to have existed whatsoever. None whatsoever. It adds nothing to spider lore. It's nothing. It's a placeholder. Um, they yes. should have been embarrassed to have put this piece of crap out. And Nick Lowe should have been embarrassed with the way that he hyped it up at the beginning, you mm -hmm. know, you know, knowing that he was slinging a piece of shit, you know, <laughs> but then trying to describe it as the most imaginative thing ever put on paper. You know? Hang on, Brad. I, I, can we recreate the interview he did for Marvel.com? Brad, put me, put me on center. Okay, hold on. There you it go. It will blow your mind. <laughs> That's what he looked like in the interview. I need to find a picture of him, but he looks like a psychopath trying to like point at his head and say, it's going to blow your mind, guys. Please pick it up. He's a the toilet. He, his job is to make you buy this stuff, and we did. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, well, we didn't buy, we didn't buy it because he said it. We bought it because we're drug We've been addicts. Buying it for 40 years. Have the, right. Spider-Man not, really, not anymore. Well, this is this. And the I'm thing going, about this, I mean, I'm if going, we're going to go dirty. ahead with grades and stuff like that, I mean, I'm giving this about a D. I mean, Indeed. I kind of want to give it higher because of the Patrick Gleason arc. That's the one thing the Patrick I like. Gleason art is amazing. Yes. That is the one pro out of this whole thing is that yeah. he's actually got some, you know, that's the one saving grace out of this whole run is that we got, you know, Patrick shows that Patrick Gleason can draw and write at the yes. same time. Yeah. 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 So we got a D minus minus out of JR. We got a D out of Mike. Neil, your grade. I am very torn on this one because there are some technical aspects about this book that I appreciate. I'm very mm-hmm. tempted to give it a C. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm very tempted to just skip Gleason altogether and like the technical bits and view the character assassination of Ben Riley as like completely earth shattering horseshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a C minus, but with, again, with a couple of asterisks attached asterisk. to it. Right. Kelly, yeah. Uh, D D um, I will give it a D. I thought it was better than the previous three. Mm-hmm. mainly because of Mr. Gleason. Mr. Gleason yep. wasn't on this book. F. Absolutely F. Uh, JR, what did you like besides the Gleason art? <laughs> I don't even know if you liked that. Oh, did you like the Gleason art? No! I mean, oh, you I didn't mean, even like the art. Wow. One, I mean, it's like, it's like, why does Ben look like Homelander? You know, I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> what what is he doing? Sketching? You know, what what what's the actor's name? Uh, uh, Anthony Starr. Yeah, which I at the clips I've seen. I don't. I mean, I obviously I don't. Oh, you'd love that show, Jr. I don't you, subscribe to any of that. Well, the only the only reason I ever subscribe to screaming crap is to give my wife something to do. You know, I mean, I don't watch. My, I don't watch it myself. Good Lord, Jr. Well, I mean, okay. I'm not paying for television. I mean, my God, it should be free, and I should. Do be you not pay for cable? I well, yeah, so that. She'll have so, but I don't watch it. That's for other people in the house. They are, are you, I don't do you watch not it. have I, any no pros? Nothing, no why? I mean, right. no, why? It's on, honestly, God, it's garbage, absolute friggin' garbage. Uh, is it bad if I think Jared sounds like semi classic Sonic fan? What will you learn? What will you learn? That's right, the consequences. <laughs> Was that a next wave reference? What the hell? No, that's a, that's a reference to another YouTuber. It's yeah. an internet meme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neil, you had the highest grade. Why did you like it? So Gleason, so Gleason's a huge part of it. He bumped, he's like worth it, almost two letter grades for me. Oh, hell no. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good, but not that good. Oh my! That's God. You, like that's, that's why, why you invited cover. Who does that? That's why you invited Art Guy into the stream to provide some maybe some variety right. in the grades. Okay. Yeah, but um, on a technical level, I thought the issue was fairly well paced. Um, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like you know there was any aside from like the epilogues. The main story didn't feel like it really wasted any pages or anything. It felt a little brisk, but um, I felt like the stakes were the stakes were fairly palpable aside from Maxine giving him the lobotomy helmet and saying, put this on Peter. It'll fix all your problems. I promise that part was stupid, mm. but by um, the way, that's a reference back to, if you think about it, back to the superior Spider-Man, because remember beyond stole all of uh, doc Ox, uh, Par- Parker industry stuff. Yeah. But that's I, but I do, from. yeah, but it's I do, a, but I do think yeah. on a technical level, the book was much better than the actual characterization of, Ben Riley, especially, and potentially even Peter at times, because because Peter wasn't like awful, 
but there were some moments that felt like it was uh, derailing and going like, uh, I wanted to help you, Ben, or I, all I wanted was to help Peter. Yeah, all I wanted to ever do was help you. I'm going to fight you now. Ah! Yeah, and yeah. That so, felt like what was happening. <laughs> um, any other pros, Kelly or Mike? Before we just start, um, I can give a pro the fact okay, that uh, Brad, you called this from the very beginning to saying that this what? was going to be a Spider-Man versus Spider-Man fight. We all did, didn't we? I, I think, think that was we all did. Yeah, that was the common consensus. It was, yeah. but I'm just saying that that was. I that's, guess that's welcome that's, to the. You, you've had better prediction than I did. Evidently, I mean, that was of course Ben's going to fight Spider-Man. Of course, I mean, there's no mm-hmm. right. Uh, what you, you predict? What was your prediction years ago, Mike? What did you have? Oh gosh, what was it that? Um, Oh, about pretty good. You have more luck than I do with that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but what was it? Well, the one I one I came up with was the fact was uh, you know, yeah, there was a few of them and everything. I now the thing is I was wrong about. I initially thought, and this is what it would have been made actually would have made more sense considering because um because Ben Riley as a character, I mean, I know we make fun of Ben Riley a lot on this yeah. podcast, but one of the things about Ben Riley that was kind of unique about him was because even though he was a clone, he was somebody who kind of was he was always somebody character who wanted to try to find himself because if you yes. go back to the clone saga yeah he had that existential crisis like oh my gosh my life is a lie and everything like this but then what do you do he did next he says okay i got to figure out who i re- am he then gives a name to himself he then goes yep. across the country for 5 years and tries to in search of himself and everything and he, he found becomes, a good writer in jmd mateus exactly and then he <laughs> and he also even when he becomes, when he, even when he was Spider-Man, even in, in this one, he was trying to like, I want to be a Spider-Man on my own terms. Yes. And yet in this issue, oh, we're going to throw all that out the window. It's all about, oh, you, oh, I want my, I want to define, I, I need Peter's memories and everything. And what I thought what they were going to do was have this moment where Pete, where Ben goes, so like when he faces Max, he says, and basically goes, no, you did me a favor. You actually, I, you took away those things. Now I can be my own person. I don't have to be yeah. like, yeah, I don't yeah. have to be like, you know, that makes sense. Clone Spider. No, instead we got they, because they had this mandate of him having to be. Oh, we got to make him evil now because we don't have Venom anymore. Because Venom's a good guy, and we have to have the dark version, evil version of Spider Man. We're gonna try to do. We're gonna do this to him and make him into like some 90, 1990s dork age ripoff thing for like you know now and I, I don't i don't think anyone wants i think they want scarlet spider back they yeah want him to put on the hoodie mm-hmm. they don't want him to be evil they want no. him to be a tortured spider-man that Nobody. is trying to do better i think is what the majority of ben riley fans at least i i like the character what? So, let, sort let, of let, let me offer a hypothesis for what i think ben riley fans actually want what do they for want him to stay, for him to stay dead because Ben's legacy couldn't be ruined unless it was through an untold tale. Oh, right. Conspiracy killed uh, the character for me. He resurrected Uncle. He, he dug up Uncle Ben's grave. You don't come back from that. Uh, Tyler no. Tyler made the meme of like Doctor Manhattan. It is 2016. Marvel has made Ben Riley a villain. It is 2018. Mm. Ben Riley is now a villain after his solo series ends. It is 2022. Amazing Spider-Man's ended. Ben Riley is now a villain. Right. I tire of these editors. I tire of these people. They're lying. Right. And then the thing is, what's maddening about this is because if you think about it, they kind Kane was supposed to be the one who was supposed to be the dark, tortured version of Spider-Man, and then they yes. like, oh, now he becomes the anti-hero, and then they realize, okay, we're going to bring Ben him. back, and then we're going to give him Kane's deal story and make him the evil guy. And it's like, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think anyone's really thinking that far ahead. 
And I yeah. think that that's kind of the whole point. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody was just like, oh, doesn't this sound cool? Without yeah, mm-hmm. any context, without caring to do the research or actually understand the character. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's really ultimately like what it is here. Like the only pro I have is that it's over. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Amen. that's kind of not, you know, and, and it, on a serious note, that's not okay. Yep. Right. The people that are buying your comics, you know, mm-hmm. weekly at this point, shouldn't yeah. ha- breathe a sigh of relief that it's over. Yes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, according to Nick Lowe, this is just so great, man. While you're alienating every single yes. fan that actually keeps you running, this is Marvel's been doing this for years like this, yeah. mm-hmm. where they essentially just don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm about the people that keep the lights on. They want new readers, so they're going right. to do whatever flashy yep. story that they can without ever really thinking about, you know, what the ramifications of that are. And that that literally proves right here, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. it, it feels like everyone played telephone and nobody really knew what was going on other than they had this quote-unquote I guess maybe an hour Zoom call where yeah. they plotted something out yeah. vaguely. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, who is happy about this? I Nobody. is. I, I like Peter Parker. I want him in my Spider Book for twenty issues. He was minimalist in his own book. Ben Riley fans are ticked because they've turned their character that they fell in love with in the nineties into Kane. Now a villain. Neither part, neither camp Kane. are happy. He's not no even Kane anymore. He's he's literally haunt from from he's literally haunt from Image now. Or like the guy. Yeah, who and was, I mean the nineties are back, baby. Yes, right. Well, <laughs> who's happy? Right. No, nobody, 90s, 90s image fans probably what kelly the only i mean honestly it just seems like the only person's happy is nick Lowe, <laughs> and he can kind of well, suck my toe like i don't what, care well what the what's fun what was very telling is the fact when he when in like no limits in the letters page yeah we had no idea what to do with this character they just kill him we off again back. Yeah, we so have no idea thing. When he you don't know what to do with like, a character, don't use the character. Yeah, How right. about that? Well, if he and also if he says you have no idea what to do with his character, well, so we're going to take him this direction. Why should we be expected to care about this new direction you're taking him? JR, I mean, you and I were talking earlier. Ben Riley should have not come back from after Revelations, correct? Well, I mean, he had a poignant ending. You know, he, he died a, a hero. He died a hero. He had a dignified death and his memory is uh, again, you know, Peter loses the closest thing he had to a brother, brother, you know, not like brother, best friend, but a brother, yeah. brother, you know, and another, th- you know, another notch in Norman Osborne's belt. There was no need for the character to come back, but yeah. even then, I mean, this honestly, whoever was a fan of Ben Riley has to be insulted. They had to have been insulted by clone conspiracy. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted to see him become a villain. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody no, yeah. wants to see that. And here's, you know? you hear I, I, don't, I just don't get it. But then again, like I said, we've, you know, we keep asking how can Marvel do this stuff, but they, you know, come on, they've been doing it all the time. They did it during yeah. the clone saga when they tried to tell us that Peter Parker was the clone, you know, and had yeah. been, I mean, they, they, you know, they've been chasing these elusive new fans for 20 something years or more, and they still ain't getting them. You'd think they'd learn, but, but, and, and to be honest, look, the quality, I mean, I look at the quality. I mean, I know you guys are raving about Patrick Gleason and, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to demean the man. I mean, I, I guess is, I mean, I, I, I'm not much of an art person to be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. but to be honest, the, the, 
look, the, the quality of comics is, is, is horrible. Absolutely horrible. And for, yeah. you know, the art is terrible. The writing is terrible. You know, it's, it's just mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, you know, the, the problems are just bigger than what we're seeing in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but we keep lining up every month for our, you know, our, our daily dose of opium, you know, or, what's, yeah, what's, you know. The, what's the phrase? Holy crap. They put anthrax in the newest issue of Batman. Oh no. Got to get my Batman. Is there mm-hmm. any doubt in anyone's mind? Is there going to, is he, is chasm coming back or is he, are they going to try to he's do gonna, it? Ongoing? He's going to come back. They basically said like, they, they've already they wanted to be the point that like, they, he's going to come back and the Wells is ASM. They've already confirmed it. Yeah, they want him to be the, basically be like what Venom was in the '90s, like basically the dark, evil version of Spider-Man, because they can't use Venom now because Venom is like you know a hero. Space and Jesus. It's, but yeah, exactly. And but it's see, just, that, that, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but no, I was going to say it's like, but that, but then again, there's no he's he can't be Venom because he's not even going to be like Venom. Why? It's right. it's, it's going to miss why Venom was popular. Venom was mm-hmm. popular because he was right. You know, like I always called him, he was the master of disaster, the eye, yeah. you know, and yeah. he had a sense of humor. He was just chaos and, and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. This, this is not, yeah. uh, this and again, is not what this chasm character is. And again, yeah. and this is the point of Ben Riley too, is because the whole idea with Ben Riley was because, I mean, initially the idea is when they, when they were drafting the clone saga, obviously we were trying to set him up to be like the real deal Spider-Man thing. But the whole idea was they purposely went, let's not make him into an evil clone because that's too much of a cliche. Mm. Instead, let's make him somebody who is actually like, Hey, you know, someone, yeah, again, like I said, wants to define who we like, if I'm going to be like the whole idea of like, you know, nature versus nurture type thing with him. Like he wants by, to be like, by the way, we haven't, we haven't had uh, JR on in a few months and yeah. Ryan has a good point about the goblin queen. What well, I want to hear JR's thoughts about the gr- queen goblin and the fact that the evilness of Norman Osborn was put into Ashley, the clone of Ashley Kafka. Go, JR, your thoughts. <laughs> I want to hear this. I think JR wants to go to sleep. He's had enough. God. Go ahead, but, JR. Well, you know, I, I again, I didn't read a lot of these issues. The only reason. Tell me I, about uh, the, the concept of what I just it's said. Stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's like that evil. I mean, well, well, one, you knew it was, I, I, you knew things were going into the crapper when, you know, <laughs> Norman Osborn made a deal with Mephisto, uh, but but yeah. the the idea that that evil is a distillable, I I, I mean I, again I guess we're talking comic books. I mean I guess I yeah. shouldn't shouldn't sit here and question the logic of comic books. It's, you know? it's but, kind of like in Star Trek when like they split Captain Kirk into his good and bad halves, and it was absolutely stupid but we just went with it anyways because it's star trek yeah. well it's kind of one of those things know, you have to accept it's like a comic book thing the point the point of that story though was that you need both your good and bad parts you need mm-hmm. you need them both to be a whole person and no but my and, but my point but my point is is that you're taking those abstract traits and putting them into separate individuals is my point mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things you have to kind of accept at face value and right I, and i understand that i mean i mean again like i said we're talking about a comic book i mean you know i mean it's like i i can make i can i can question that but yet i accept the fact that a guy turn turns his body into sand you know <laughs> but i can't yeah. accept you know it, it's you're, you're i mean you're right i mean it's just we but it, it just it's 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 it's, it's not even consistent with the character of Norman Osborn that this, yeah. that, you know, he has a, I mean, you know, there's so much more wrong with Norman Osborn. I don't know. It just dumb. <laughs> yeah. so, dumb. So I do have one oh. very minor pro. Oh, sorry. Did Kelly yeah. go? Kelly, Kelly. Was oh, I, I was just, I mean, it's just kind of a piggyback on what JR is saying, but also kind of bringing back what I was talking about with the whole fact that nobody's 
caring about the fact that like what makes these characters important to us are their backgrounds mm-hmm. and their, yes. their history and how they're mm-hmm. fully fleshed characters. And all they keep doing is taking those things away from them. Yep. And then not understanding why it's no longer working. I mean, like literally they could have a storyline with, with Ben about the fact that he did lose all of his, like all of Peter's memories uh, you know, because right now they're trying to say, oh, but because that happened, you know, he's this bad person or whatever. But the thing is, is like they could actually use that as like, OK, he is a free man. What is he going to do if mm-hmm. he's no longer tied by Peter's morals? Who is he? See, they and that would be they... a more interesting yes. situation than naming him something Cat. that sounds absolutely uh x-rated so (laughs) so i do have actually to count to not to counter that but to kind of add on that they kind of tried that in david's scarlet spider run and that tanked because no one was interested in seeing morally ambiguous ben Mm -hmm. but um there was one small pro that i had uh marcus um, I, I I don't think he's like a well-rounded three-dimensional character, but I did find myself strangely endeared to him because he felt like he grew at least mildly over the course of the book, and by the end he okay, Brad. I, I don't. I I'm sorry. He, no, I, he de- I think he degraded as a character. He's been degrading since the '90s as a character. Mark, Marcus, I'm talking about Marcus. The oh, the, I thought oh, you talking about yeah, Ben. Marcus. I apologize. I know Marcus, the handler. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed kind of his growth of principle. Even if it's cliched as hell, I kind of appreciated that shift in contrast Sorry. to Ben. I do have another con. I do have another con. Um, okay. That Beyond Corporation ended up amounting to nothing. Um, mm-hmm. We were pro- like, if you're if the association with beyond corporation is tied to like next wave. And like we've said earlier, you could have done um, like any, any corporation you could have done rocks on, you could have done Alchemax. You could have done, um, I don't know, Stark unlimited because it's just as bad as them. Um, but beyond corporation comes with a sort of weird abstraction and absurdism in terms of what it comes up with conceptually, like flying cactuses or pterodactyl with pterodactyl with lasers on their heads. And we didn't get any of that until the Monica Rambo issue. And, and for that reason, like, you know, I feel kind of cheated in that sense. Um, I just think it goes back to what I said earlier about, you know, going back to, uh, you know, Maxine danger and everything like this. Again, this is one of those issues like, Oh, I get to be like, Lex Luthor now with like repeated use of the hologram things. And she never earned that to me at all. She, it, yeah. she never felt like, and also they're kind of like her, uh, haha, I'm, I'm Xanatos. I'm getting away with it. Yeah. It feels like they really want me to care about her being a villain long-term. And I don't at no. all. I, no. I, I'm happy to see her gone. Yeah. Well, I don't think anything about these. I mean, one, it felt like a temporary solution yep. in the first place. Nothing feels earned nothing feels deserved and it just i mean what could have been interesting and great fell flat and it's becoming increasingly clear Mm -hmm. that editorial wants to do what they want to do in what they think is going to sell and it's almost i mean it's a I think George said it 
whenever he stopped reading that it's like abuse. Yeah. It is. Like it's a, I mean, it's even, um it's borderline abusive to the fans. Even when even when we get to when we get a scene here where we have like a, a relationship upgrade with another uh, with Peter and Mary Jane, it's all of a sudden another. we know it's not it's like oh because it's mm-hmm. leading into whatever the next story is going to be about how everybody hates Peter why, for some reason. Why don't they just yeah. do what they did in the seventies and eighties and let the editors write it? If this yeah. is the story they want to yeah. tell it, why don't yeah. we just let them go? Yeah, Nick Lowe, write the story. Tom Brevoort, write the story. Yeah, uh, CB Sabolsky, write your story that you want to tell. Right, mm-hmm. write, your, write, tell write your Marvel manga. Exactly. Yeah, we can give him back as a Kira Yoshida name. I mean, we'll, Roger yeah. Stern was an editor. He did Put a great job. Road. Let's see how good these editors are. But what stories do they want to tell? I mean, here's I the thing. Know. Do they, do they well? Do they even care about these characters? Do they have a no. philosophy behind these characters? No. I mean, it, it's like <sighs> what? Yeah. I agree. What do they want to tell, Jr.? Why are they guiding the ship of the writer that they've hired to in in mid-flight? Cut the middleman. Cut, yeah, cut out I the middleman. Like save money. Write your own <laughs> damn stories. Even though I, even though obviously I fervently disagree with with Joe Casada. And, you know, his philosophy that Spider-Man just had to be single and couldn't be married and couldn't have a baby. I mean, but at least he had a philosophy about what Spider mm-hmm. or yeah. uh, what Spider-Man was. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was like Spider-Man has to be the same guy that I was when I read him when I was nine years old. But he had a philosophy of the character and, and in know, fairness, as wrong as it was. What do these guys believe in? And in fairness to Katsada, he even pitched in and did the art for one more day. So it's not like he Mm -hmm. just like told JMS to go do this thing. He actively contributed instead of just kind of cowering in the corner. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is getting to a point where like, yeah, I think you're picking out, like you said, Brad, it's like, it's clear that these guys, like they figure like, oh, that whatever their vision is, I think it's it's almost like they want to write the story, but they go, oh no, we got to have these other guys do it. Hire and them, again, yeah. it's one of these things where it's almost like to this point where like, oh, let's like, even what was coming up now with they have like, oh, a co- let, let's have a version of the Sinister Six that's combined into one person and call them like yeah. whatever and have like another mystery, you know, thing like, and again, this is just one of these things where you're looking at this, what's going on here and it's just feel like, you're you're just kind of throwing out what's what you think looks seems cool. It, 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 by point. being the reader, I, here's what mm-hmm. I suspect the editor's job is: what they've been tasked to, with themselves to do. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man progresses either to a relationship with Mary Jane. The editors have to say, "Nope, can't go that. We got to keep him Charlie Brown. We got to mm-hmm. keep him ever young." Oh, he's advancing with a career. Nope, 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 nope. Steer the ship back. He's got to be eternally young. He right. can't grow. He can't do anything. And and the weird part is that it. you is that you could easily, especially in today's economy, like you know, like seventy percent of people are struggling to pay rent. You could easily do like a Spider Man is poor story and have it resonate with readers. Mm-hmm. But they kind they of tried that like ninety nine with Burn, where Spider Man like was they, homeless. They, but like, I, but like I'm about to say, they're they're trying to keep him like in this weird middle ground yeah. where conveniently he has enough money to pay rent and have like an iPhone 13, mm-hmm. uh, but not enough to like actually make it like impact his mental state or like, you know, impact the psychology of how he operates. Do you, do you guys just, agree oh, with my theory though? Their job is to c- put the, the train I, back on the track. If it veers off left or right, right too much, is that, that, yeah, never, what is? that yeah. applies. It never wasn't that directive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it was, I, 
Yeah. What, Kelly? I, I mean, to me, it's just, it really feels like editorial is the one that's derailing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People they don't let the writers it. write. They don't let the writers yeah. write. They didn't. I, I think that's not to put words in his mouth, but I, if I was a writer and I was Nick Spencer and I, my story kept got moving left or right. When I want to go right, they move me left. I'd get the hell out of there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He, I mean, he's got a cushy ass gig at Substack just being a football recruiter. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, cause <laughs> Good I mean, for him, he deserved it. Yeah, after this, because I mean, of this, because yeah, this because at this point it's just more like, I mean, with what after if this was supposed to be like Web, like, hey, this is this is Zeb Wells' like second chance to become like head writer kind of thing after what we did, Brain Trust. I don't really have any real confidence about the next six issue. What the next six issues are going to yeah. be, even with John Romita Jr. on back on board. I I'd say that John Romita Jr. exacerbates the problem. I don't think he's mm-hmm. been. I know people are saying like, oh, his his art looks good now that he's not a DC. I'd argue it looks about the same as his DC work. Pretty I, yeah, I, that's true. I, I look have at, it up. Look at, we, look at his, leg. his leg. Yeah. yeah. So that, um, like, let's take a look about what we're getting in the next few weeks. Uh, I actually, I, I am a John Romita Jr. fan. I will. So, so am I, but I'm willing to admit when his art sucks, I don't, I don't understand. I, and I'm going to, I'm going to get a bit personal here. I don't understand the need to run defense on people who have clearly gone past their prime. I don't, I don't think get he's it. past his prime. I think he. I still think he's great. I like the. I like the art. What I'm seeing. However, what happened to Tombstone? Yeah, Tombstone <laughs> looks. Was he beat up? What happened to Tombstone? No, they're he trying to make him look more. You no. know, oh, he shaved his head. Oh yeah, look. yeah, he did. Oh, that's what's going that's on. That's what's different. Okay. He shaved his head. Like, look at look okay. at Peter. Look at look at Peter. It looks like that face that Hulk made when he was on Planet Hulk <laughs> and trying to transform. Like. And I might be yeah. being cruel. I might be being cruel here, but, but it feels like we're going back to the nostalgia. Well, not even just for the editors, but for the readers, like, Hey guys, we got John Romita Jr. Ignore the fact that our book's writing is absolute shit Buy the book because John Romita Jr. is back. Let's not Digger. try and bring, let's not try and, yes, I'm sure Digger is what everybody else wanted to see uh, come back. Yeah. I mean, I completely forgot Digger was a thing. Yeah. I mean, but even like, with JMS run. Yeah. I, I consider Amazing Spider-Man as an, as an artistic person myself. I consider ASM what should be a spotlight book. Take yes. your new hot talent and put it on the book. Don't go back to John Romita Jr. or like Chris Pachalo or hmm. whoever the hell. Well, try someone yeah, new. I, I this was a chance that, for Patrick Gleason to get on board because clearly he was. This was the this was the thing where you know you could give the book to him. He's probably going to. He's probably going to do fill in on Captain America because that's his other uh, favorite. Character. I said this on a podcast month a couple months ago. Amazing. I feel Amazing Spider Man is the flagship title, and what we've been getting for twenty issues or more is anything but a plus work, mm-hmm. the absolute best that Marvel puts out. This is not it, kids. I don't mm. think it is. It's Daredevil's Daredevil's like the Daredevil's Daredevil's really Daredevil good, kicks ass. That Devil's Reign thing, even though Spider Ben was in it, he, acting like Peter Parker, I thought it was great. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Um, oh, I got comments. Um, oh, Gary wants to know Jr.'s opinion of uh, the Romita Jeremy Jr.'s art now, but he's not an art guy. But what do you think? I, I'm not. I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen enough of what it looks like now to, to pass judgment on it. Okay. I'm going to see Avengers art. I've got it. a bunch of comments I've been holding until we get stop the discussion. We got uh, M franchise says Nick Lowe needs to uh, needs to go. This run was embarrassing, and I believe he ruined the last. 
he said, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony says this is anime filler. Yep. <laughs> uh, Vinkman says, I agree with Neil. Ben Riley should have stayed dead every time they brought him back. Marvel just screwed him up more and more. Um, let's see. Out. Bruce says, Marvel management, do they care if books are well done if they're selling well? Do they have the right people in management to produce quality? I don't think so. Well, here's the thing, no. though, Bruce. Um, Brad, we I, don't really know exactly what the numbers are anymore because I don't think Marvel or DC ever use the um, because they got they got out of that diamond distributor scene thanks to corona thanks to the coronavirus. So all we know is oh, here's what they are right now, but we don't know exactly who's buying the book, how many people are buying the book, or you know, or yeah, anything like that. True. We don't know numbers. Yeah. What? Yeah. You, know, you got something? I, I, I pulled up some John Romita Jr. art so Jr. can. Get a look at his at his 2010 work. That's how that's how far back I'm going. Just to give you the benefit of the doubt. Now look, look good. at Thor. He's having like he's having a heart attack midair. <laughs> oh, God. What's wrong? This is I don't mind it. I well I I, I, I get it. Brad, subjective. It, it yeah it's it's subjective. I do think that they really only got him back on the book for nostalgia purposes because they're hoping maybe that kind of hides some of their past crime and to me like mm. one Ramita jr is not my favorite artist um because it sometimes his art can get a little misshapen mm-hmm. um but yeah, by the I inter- really, yeah i agree to me i feel like it's it's almost a marketing Cla- ploy klaus jansen klaus jansen has been a, has been a consistent so, thorn Ramita jr's side for years I, I, i'm not i'm not too excited about it uh, Hornacek wants to know what is the worst character assassination yeah. of Ben Riley? This or the clone conspiracy? That's think, the question I was kind of wondering about. I think actually. clone conspiracy. I think clone I agree. conspiracy because that because that was the beginning of it. Even if it wasn't mm-hmm. like you know Ben. Yep. Well, no, Ben actually went full on villain in that one. Yeah, he, he did. He was, he was uh, robbing graves. He was resurrecting yeah. people against their consent, yep. and he was also. Yeah. Um, like holding them against their will with like the carrion pills. Don't that forget. Means- he also tried to basically it's like, Oh, I'm just going to go ahead. Screw it. I'm just going to kill he- the whole world and remake them into clone. Remake everybody into clones. And he dug up uncle Ben. And he, yeah. That, I mean, that, that, that's kind He's of, more done. Of, a pers- He's that's done. of a, that's more of a personal thing rather than a like real it's villain kind of, thing. But you know, per- I, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. But <laughs> even, even so, I mean, again, Come on, uncle Ben, you would appreciate it now. Yeah. Uh, we got Mike Murdoch <laughs> says, uh, Ben Riley should just buy back Peter's marriage by taking Peter's place in hell. And then we can all be done with this crap and occasionally check in on Ben burning I'm just not, to make here, us feel better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm technically done with this crap. I'm not buying ASM anymore. I got a friend who's letting me borrow his issues now. I, after, oh after that, I, I I committed to Beyond. I pay for the last issue. That's the last issue that I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying the Dead Balls run. I'm not paying ten dollars for what endless. Why can't ben Riley be the Scarlet Spider because Kane's the Scarlet Spider now. That's oh, the problem that they're facing yeah. here is because because and, they figured hey yeah because that's the thing they because they turned they went they turned Kane into like oh let's yeah. make him into like the Clint Eastwood of Spider Man yeah and um, <laughs> Kane as Scarlet Spider I think is honestly more not necessarily more dynamic but I think he has more growing room yeah 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 Vinkman says uh, Ben Riley is like Mayday Parker if Marvel is just gonna keep assassinating them and not treat them with the dignity and respect they deserve. Then don't use them. Just leave them alone. Well, honestly, yeah. I do. Honestly, I, I, I think maybe Parker's actually got a better shake than Ben Riley has at this point. They but. killed her dad, man. Slot no, no, no. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. They did do that, and then everything got into be such a big 
hoopla and uproar about how wrong that was that mm -hmm. they literally have like i mean they made a point for us to see that the you know hand. peter is the other for world 982 and is mm -hmm. alive they to literally reset it and they were like see see we reset everything it's fine even though it's not fine and no. they've actually like made mm. it a little bit worse sure. for somebody yes. to come back and try and tell a continuation of her story but I, you know they've the thing is is that you know they actually gave a crap about oh hey we need to fix this they don't care about ben yeah, mm -hmm. I, Brad, I, I did you a solid. I share, I'm sharing a screen of like how Spider-Man has felt for the last six months and how it'll probably look for the next year. Endless <laughs> <laughs> trash. Jeez. Uh, Landon says uh, thoughts on Kane never being mentioned. That was Good. a weird he thing. He escaped this shit, so I'm glad for him. Yeah, Kane did a better job than we did because yeah, man, good job, Probably. Kane. You missed the whole damn thing. That Jr. That's the one time he's not watching. <laughs> here's, here's the thing tyler and i were tyler and i wanted him to be here but now that we have the benefit of hindsight right, i'm sure as hell glad he missed out uh, yeah oh my god comment gosh, has yeah. a good hashtag stop making spidey villains bad bald <laughs> i almost said bad but also bad works too i mean they're oh, kind of bad man. by design that's why they're villains <laughs> yeah right the any other what, thoughts on people this? that's why they're villains are bald or something like that yes Every time no, I said that's why they're, that's the why they're person, bad because they're villains. Will Smith will smack someone. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, any more thoughts on ninety three before I do a couple more things um, that I got to show you guys? Just I, I, the thing about just how it's just I mean the fact that this was supposed to be the the end goal to like Mets make Ben Riley evil again and show and basically because they literally did not know what to do with him really kind of just just showers the whole thing make you make you think like really kind of just emphasizes just what a stopgap this whole beyond thing was that this was just yeah. basically oh we're just how much of a fill i mean it's not just of a filler arc too it was this was just i mean this was just almost like there was like there was it, just how there was like no creativity involved in this thing at all it no, just it, basically it was yeah. paint by numbers mm -hmm. it was like all right i'm going to take the evens you do the odds uh we're going to sell it every week idiots like douglas and uh, we'll buy it, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll good. have we'll have Spider Man versus Spider Man. That because that, that you clearly that was what they were trying. They were like they were that was like the end goal here. They, that's what they wanted to have at the end of this thing. Like how they got there, didn't care how they got there, yep. just as long as we got there. Hornacek, yeah. anybody buying the Beyond Trade? <laughs> oh yeah, right. Watch as they try okay. to sell this. Watch as they try to make the omnibus like the hottest story of the twenties twenties for Spider Man is finally here. And then we have, not, it's we have not heard from JR in a minute, so I'm going to get his opinion on this next picture that I'm going to put up on the screen. I want JR's reaction to this. Did oh, what did Peter do? Tell me, JR, what did Peter do? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give me a guess. Give me no, a guess. I don't what know. Did... I mean, obviously, yeah. he blew up something, but I don't. You know. I, I mean, I remember seeing this, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, now everybody hates him, you know, he's, uh, he's on the yeah. outs with the fantastic four. I guess this is the trail of blood or something. I don't know that uh, Jesus was referring to in uh, at the end of 93, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, and I don't, I don't know. He oh, ate not really excited. He ate Kevin. Oh, no. okay. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I got Neil. What 
did Peter do? Neil. Um, I'm going to steal Javi's answer. He ate Kevin. The piece Kevin. of cheese. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, the cheese from uh, Paul Jenkins. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me get let me get Neil or Mike up. Mike. What did Peter do? <laughs> he killed somebody. He killed somebody. Oh, he actually. Yeah, that's, he actually that's the only re That's the only reason I can think why everybody hates him is because he basically ended up. He ended up whatever that explosion caused and ended up causing killing someone and everything like this. And that's where like, oh, what you was, went too far. You went too far. Oh, what was that? What maybe was that? Time that what was it? <laughs> that's what all that all that that's dust a mercy was killing. It's Wait, that's a mercy killing. What, what, was that, what was that town that was blown up in Civil War? Stanford. I, Oh right! I'm getting yeah. vibes of he, he did another universe. one of those. He blew up Nitro or something, and I'm getting yeah. I'm getting vibes of New Universe. Remember in the Star Brand, they blew up Phil, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh because oh, it was right. Jim yeah. Shooter's hometown. Yeah, yeah. You know what's like, weird yeah. is you know what's That's weird me. is that I look at that page of like Peter in the middle of a nuclear crater and screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, and it looks nothing it, like it has no relation to anything we've seen in the book so far. Well, yeah. because I'm thinking, I'm thinking what's going to happen is what they're going to do is they're going to do like it's all going to be a series of flash forwards. Like, oh, here's how Peter's like life is screwed up, and like, oh, how Mary Jane was like, oh, I can't yeah. believe this, and Mary, and Aunt May doesn't want anything to do with him, all this other stuff, and then we're going to see like flashback, continual flashbacks, like how yeah. things got to this point. <laughs> And it's and I think it it and <sighs> the only thing I can think of right now is that Peter was forced to do something that ended up killing someone, and it caused a lot of collateral damage, as we can see, and it, that's why he's screaming because yeah. oh my gosh, what did I I can't I've uh, killed I've killed fifty thousand people. I got, I got one. <laughs> I got one person left to ask the question. Kelly, what did Peter do? Passed really bad gas. Yeah. <laughs> That's greater <laughs> quality. Uh, the the cap. I gotta cap. I gotta go to the. Oh my god! Wow. He does like, actually the way he's looking like that. He does look like he's got a huge stomach cramp. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I guess he did, Kevin. He, he uh, went like, a really bad uh, hot dog stand. He's got there some kidney go. stone issues. That's oh what that god! Is. What oh if the first page of Wells' run is Peter passing a kidney stone? <laughs> to, the, to the audience watching us, I will pop your comment up on the screen. What did Peter do? Um, Hornacek has a great line. He read the Beyond story. story. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people hate him for that. He's a victim just as much as we are. Yeah. Uh, Anthony has a great line of "What did Peter do?" He talked about Jada Smith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh, ouch! So, Air, we'll pop your comment up on the screen. Just tell me what did Peter do? All right. Uh, final thoughts, uh, Neil. Take I'm glad this it. is over. The, what the Peon story or the show? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here here's um my three. It's I'm glad it's over. It's one the show, two the book, three my money going to Amazing Spider-Man. Huh. Mm. I feel like I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm that one drug dealer that's constantly getting giving them money and they're just you spending it all on blow Dude, or something. You're, you're just as Kelly said. You're just like George. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm he's, cutting he's it off. Not, he's done with the abuse. He's not taking it anymore. I'm going to go read books that I care about. I'm going to go read. I'm going to go read uh, Daredevil. I'm going to go read. I'm going to go read something else. Yeah. Lord knows I'm you're not going to go read. I can, uh, I can buy Hulk. two other titles. I can oh, buy. Oh gosh, I'm not reading. I'm not reading Kate I'm not touching that crap with a ten foot pole. 
Spider-Man's over there in that book too. I'm gonna go read Silk. I got I got seven dollars a month to go spend on other comics. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Um Mike, final thoughts. Um, yeah, so I guess maybe calling does it, Ben calling himself chasm now is basically appropriate because now it just feels like there's a big giant hole in the, in, in, in the pit of our soul that where it's the just hole that, sucking us in. Yeah. Yeah. It's the big black hole that basically that was this entire beyond story. It's like, yeah. you know, cause yeah. man, this was, this was just one of those things where this just goes to show, I mean, in a way with Nick Spencer leaving, just how much they, they were not prepared for this and just how they had to just literally throw something together and just, Oh yeah. And again, I just find it fascinating that Nick Lowe even uh, actually admitted, yeah, we have no idea what to do with this Ben Riley character. So even though we got all these dozens of other Spider-Man and he, he, Ben Riley doesn't fit in this thing except as a villain. So, yeah. okay. But <laughs> hey, Neil, you, you do math really quick. I, I've seen yes. it in the past. Can you add up how much this Beyond story costs? Do we include tax? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Do we, do we include the Mary Jane and the? Yes, there was part of the yeah. issues. Yeah, so nineteen plus five times four. So wait, twenty-four times four, ninety-six dollars. Ninety-six dollars. Wow. That's nearly a hundred. Not including, not in, not including tax. <laughs> nearly a hundred. More thought went 100. into that uh, uh, math than this storyline. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I just put in, in the chasm. That post. calculation put more thought into it than anyone put into Beyond. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, final thoughts. I honest, <laughs> honestly, I am completely broken as a Spider-Man fan. Yeah. That I'm not looking forward to the new stories. And yep. I'm kind of just glad it's over. And I honestly would rather watch Psycho 2 as a palate <laughs> cleanser from this than ever go back and reread this yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And so Kelly, I, as a, as a spider fan coming off of Dan Slott's run, Nick Spencer was such a uh, palate cleanser, air. like, yeah. like uh, Psycho 2, you said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't put that on him. Right. Have you not watched Psycho Two? No, I've seen Psycho. I've, I've seen Psycho Two, Three, and Four. I, I was with Henry Thomas from ET. Wow. So I, 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 did, I liked all the Psycho movies. Or I, I liked did, them. I did the tax. I, mean, I liked the Psycho movies too. But let's be fair here. Psycho Two is it's good. no Psycho One. Yeah. Uh, yeah so one. yeah. So I mean, no Nick Spencer. I think had my- his heart in the right place. He he planned a story. Mm-hmm. He cared about seeing it through. Yes. And he actually gave a damn about the characters and the history and yes. wasn't for lack of better words pissing all over the all over the previous writers that came before him like mm-hmm. Slot did. Yeah. But the well, thing I will, is, here's is my, that my, here's, Yeah. But here's my takes that. What my point my was take. though, we just came off of Slot. There was hope. There was hope for better Spider-Man stories. And then the bottom fell out with 75. And mm-hmm. then we got this. And then the, the hope what's, diminished even more. So we're at the absolute low point, in my opinion, of when Slot left, well, of, of uh, hope of this book being better. If you want to hear, well, if you want to actually, if you want a hot take on this, I think Dan Slot, as bad as some of the stuff he got, at least he put a little bit more thought and for what it was into this book he should have done this beyond there he, I think. he was he was I, I will put it this way slot as misguided 
and wrong for mm-hmm. Spider-Man as he was, did actually care. Mm-hmm. Even, about, if it, even in his own weird, like, bent way. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's yeah. weird and messed up, but, like, he did actually care about what he was, the story he was telling. Mm-hmm. Here, I don't think anybody cared. I don't think, like, they, I literally think the, the only person that did was Nick Lowe. Mm-hmm. So I've got, well, Nick Lowe had to get the donuts out. He had to make the donuts. He had to make the trains go, no matter the cost of pissing off longtime Ben Riley fans and longtime Spider-Man fans. Mm-hmm. He's just going to throw stuff out and hope we eat the scraps. And so, this so, was scraps. So I've got two things. So one, I did the tax on this book. Okay. Um, so you're paying $102.96 if you're doing the minimum tax rate in Texas of yeah. sales. Wow. For all nineteen, for all, uh, nine, you're, so for uh, all nineteen issues plus uh, the dot bay issues, which didn't count as like in the in the numbering, yeah. Plus the Mary Jane and Black Cat one shot, you paid ninety six dollars flat, but that doesn't count the sales tax, which the minimum is seven is seven point two five percent in Texas because we have the lowest sales tax rate in the in the nation. Yeah. So I paid one hundred six dollar or wait. Yeah, hundred and two dollars and ninety six cents for this entire storyline. Yeah, did did you get your money's worth? <laughs> As a- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think well, again, chasm is a very apt metaphor here for that's because chasm of money. Yeah, we're throwing money into a chasm, and they they took. I could have I could have bought a new CPU cooler for my computer with the money I spent on this shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, I left him for last for his final thought. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't seen the man, the myth, the Douglas insulting legend, uh, in several months, he's stepped out from the beyond story. We, he was like, uh, Al Pacino and Godfather three. I, I just, when he thought he was out, I brought him back in for the final, final issue of the beyond. So Jr., let me hear your final thoughts. You've got it. I was about to say this made me think that this is not only the final final issue beyond. I I just about, I've just about talked. We all have just about talked me out of uh, continuing <laughs> with Amazing Spider Man. It's it is hard to continue with something, yeah. Where obviously the people in charge do not care. Yeah, I mean I don't even like I said I don't even know what they care about. You know, what stories yeah. do they want to tell? What philosophy do they have? I have no idea, mm-hmm. you know, uh, why, and, and why, why, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I mean, is it worth continuing? Is it worth going on? <laughs> George says, no, Neil says, no, mm-hmm. your question is hang in there till issue 1000 and give before I gave it up. But, uh, wow. We lost yeah. Kelly. Hopefully she can come back. I want, I meant to do this earlier. What would we give beyond a, an overall grade? Neil, what do you think an overall grade of the story? I would say so, D minus. So as much as I didn't like the story, there were some high highs. The mm-hmm. Mary Dan Black Cat one shot. Uh, yeah. At Gleason written issues. The uh, recovery issue. The Jen McKay recovery issue. And that's actually kind of my dis- biggest disappointment is that McKay and Gleason weren't invited back to write the ongoing. Once mm-hmm. in- oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. On the weight of, on the weight of averages, this probably averages around a C. But most of my grades go to like being like a D without those without those like five or so really really strong issues to prop it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
uh mike what would you give it for an overall grade oh gosh yeah i mean there i mean like kind of like what neil said i mean they i mean in terms of like the highs on this thing i think that i mean i am surprised that gleason does not get did not get the ongoing artist I, gig after this you know, because I, I, it was the best thing about this whole thing and th- so i'm i'm probably going to give this about you know knowing where this whole thing went it's probably going to be like a d plus because again yeah. this was just a big this was just a big filler arc because oh, and you can tell it was because they had to like you know literally yeah. again go back to the, the what just how much of an app metaphor this uh, chasm is it's like they literally had to fill the the chasm size hole that Nick Spencer left when yeah. it left behind. And they, and this was the best they could do. And this was the best they could do at a short notice. This uh, is what they could do in an hour long zoom call. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This I, is, <laughs> yeah. I, I think Gleason, I think Gleason has probably realized how absolutely hellish the Spider-Man editorial office is. He mm-hmm. loves Captain America clearly. Right. And it wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. since they're bringing on like an A-list town like Carmen Carnero for the new cap mm-hmm. book that Gleason's yeah. been invited to go work with them because he right. loves that character. And if he's going to be in an office that doesn't require as much oversight as their most popular character, mm-hmm. that'll be the next best place for him. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is not like the first time we've had issues with Nick Lowe editing this book either. Because yeah, I've been with him for like eight years. Right. Yeah. I mean, we he thought, started uh, mid slot run, didn't he? Yeah. Cause when he was actually right? came on, like when Wacker right. left. Right. When Wacker, Wacker, Wacker yeah. left. Yeah. And also the fact that this is also not the first time we've had issues with Zeb Wells either, because this is, yeah. of course, let me let's remind folks, Shed was this big magnum opus. And also, same with uh, that weird story involving the uh, Mayan god of the snow thing. Oh, or... that I gave that one an F. I was offended, <laughs> as JR says. It's, yeah. But it's really, I, I it's, it's really weird, though, because like, after Sobolski came on, it looks like he had a rebound with Ant-Man and Hellions. But then, like for whatever reason, he got into the spider office and everything just went straight to shit. Kelly, yeah. When, yeah. welcome back. And what we were giving the overall beyond a grade. What do you think the overall beyond is? What would you give it? The whole story. Uh, a C as in see you later. No. <laughs> hey, hey, that's exactly. That's perfect. Hey, uh, if you want to hear us review more bad things, um, uh, next Saturday, <laughs> Kelly and I are going to review this thing. I guess uh, I'll, I might as well come <laughs> Oh, in. my gosh. <laughs> Neil, you coming in? You want to you talk about it? Sure, I'll talk about the end credits. That's all I cared about. I, 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 I only went to go see it because I really wanted some gluten-free pizza. And <laughs> I went for the... It I went was for not the, worth the pizza. Uh, I, I am almost I went, tempted to just... I'm almost tempted to like watch, but I can't, this is one of those movies you have to see with somebody else to sh- in order to appreciate the badness. I, I, I want my in. wife or daughter to go to this thing. I'm going to go tomorrow at two by myself. I went, to, <laughs> I, I went for the alcohol, but then I realized as oh. I was about to order my drinks, oh wait, I have to drive myself home, so I didn't have to get that. I had to sit through the entire movie sober. Which was but, a mistake. Yeah. But, yeah. but keep in mind, folks. Apparently, from what I understand, this is an important movie for for Sony's Spider Man Spider Verse without Spider Man in it. No, apparently, it's it's the it's uh, it's uh, some the Sony universe of Marvel characters. Oh, yes, how right. like a chasm keeping it all together. <laughs> all right, we'll be back it's like next Saturday Rhymes. with uh, a review of Morbius. Uh, we're discussing doing Spider Satellites too for the Patreon members. Um, I appreciate everybody watching. It's been a long show, but thanks. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, One more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. 
Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.